Welcome to episode 147 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our Michael Mann series continues with Heat from 1995. everyone in the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. And I'm Adam. And we're continuing our man love with uh, Heat from Heat? Robert De Niro, <laughs> Al Pacino, Val Kilmer, and John other Voight. people. Oh, John Voight, goddamn. Bud Court. Henry Rollins. Bud Court, who is uncredited. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. That's what we were talking about. It's way up. Like, I've watched this movie Possibly a hundred times. I didn't even clock that it was Bud Court. No, neither did I. I. Like, wait, is that Bud Court? So I don't know if I would have really known Bud Court as much. The, la- the last time I know the last time I watched Heat. So the last time I watched Heat, I'm in university. And wow. I'm, yeah. I, I, and I, Why would you deprive yourself? <laughs> this is like every like couple of years. Watching this, I don't know why mm. I deprive myself. Yeah. I think I, I just never, I never owned this. Other people owned this movie uh, when I was growing up. So I saw like, I don't know, three or four times. Yeah. But then I watched Heat in university, and it's like... VHS or uh, DVD? It was it was a, a, a DVD cut that... So there's ResX and Mac at the time. Yeah. ResX was the best sh- file share system of all time. So basically everyone on campus has peer-to-peer. So that's faster than the internet. Mm-hmm. So someone would... Friends episode goes up, you have DVD quality Friends... Up. Oh wow! The second it's over, that's crazy. It was insane. We had everything. I watched. I remember watched Taxi Driver for the first time. Awesome. And I had one of these like giant fucking thousand pound monitors. <laughs> so and I had a, a full stereo system hooked up to my computer. That's dope. Uh, so I don't know. It was probably like a twenty seven inch yeah. whatever. But I remember sitting in my bed watching Heat at 2 a.m. and just being like, fuck, this is so fucking good. I love this movie. And then the big fight sequence in the streets of L.A. happens, and I hear, bam, 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 <laughs> next door. And it's the girl next door who our beds, like, were just between big, like, uh, concrete blocks. Hey, yeah, it's a dorm room. It's a dorm room. Yeah. So the concrete blocks are right there. So I'm blasting fucking heat. Well, that's, yeah. that's, that's the thing, too. Yeah. Michael Mann's scores, like, it goes from, like, quiet... To the loudest oh, fucking these, action scenes. These like movies you, you go have to constantly adjust blaring, or just, yeah. just go for uh, it. So I always remember that that thing, but it was at the end of that, and I I I I I, I I'll never forget that. Like, because no. it's loud, yeah. and I'm fucking my heart's racing because I'm watching this thing, yeah. and right next to my ears, bam, 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 and I went, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I will say this is a movie I can put on at ten o'clock at night, and despite what a lot of people think, like, there's it's not. 
there's not a lot of action scenes. Like no. it's a lot of, no, but, even but you're like never bored. A dialogue between two yeah. characters is so I, like, you can put intense. it on at like midnight and watch yeah. till three and you're wide awake. I yeah. remember like when this ended, I was like, I could watch this yeah, again. I, was I could probably watch this thing. again. And like, what can what other three hour movies can yeah. you say that about that are three hour, mostly dialogue driven mm-hmm. movies, right? Like, Obviously, the action scenes are fucking standouts. Which oh yeah, we'll get into. But, anyways, we're talking too much yeah. heat. Let, what, <laughs> that's gonna be coming up. Look at I, I broke my chair. Yeah, what's I was so here? excited. I actually broke. You're banging around. That's Bang. revenge. That yeah. woman is getting revenge yeah. from the grave. Um, <laughs> oh, geez. that's wait, terrible. Wait, 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 wait. I hope she's still with us. Uh, I don't, I don't with a psychic know. link. Maybe not from the grave, but with psychic link. Uh, for fucking screwing up her test that she had the next day. Mm-hmm. She probably did. Her exam, she didn't make it. Yeah, exactly. She failed her... her um, we did crazy shit to them. We took uh, their <laughs> mattresses one time and put them in our room and then put all of their clothes in their beds and it looked exactly... Like their mattress? Mattresses. Oh, you guys were those guys. That's <laughs> and, awesome. And, 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 and it, it was like hours later that they did. And the other thing is, we didn't use the overhead fluorescent lights because they're fucking bullshit. I, could, yeah. I can't imagine spending... Year. So we had all these like cool lamps. The problem was these lamps, they, they you you'd lose light bulbs and then you'd have to go down to this one office and get new light bulbs. And we were going through light bulbs <laughs> basically, <laughs> I don't know, every, like they're not LEDs. There's no LEDs there. So they were burning out like every week, two weeks or so. I, I would say weeks. probably like uh we would go through four light bulbs a month maybe. No, 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 no. I, let's go two. Every other month you'd have, probably have something. But so next door their desk lamps, those were the only ones they would use. They would use the overhead lights most of the time, desk lamps during the day. So we would go in there. One of us would go in the room and say, hey, can you come in here? I've got like, the computer problem. They'd go in there. The other one would go into their room, steal their desk lamps, and then go and take their their light bulbs. Oh, man. <laughs> and then they would go in, and at night they'd flick it. And I remember the one day, day they, they were just like, I can't believe this. Like Light bulbs shouldn't go out. We barely use these lights. And, do you think it's the wiring? Do you think it's whatever were these two young women you tormented and, and we they, we were all friends and we did we told them the last last day we were all in res together that's kind of funny actually and uh it was the longest prank i'd ever pulled on on somebody and they would go down and they would get new light bulbs they would go down to that office that we we did once and was like this is i don't know i don't really yeah, want to I don't time for this. kind of a I, hassle. I gotta watch heat till two in the morning <laughs> I gotta keep my co co sleepers uh, up. <laughs> I was watching movies every night till like five a.m. because we got every goddamn movie and they were DVD quality. Hmm. At that point, like streaming wasn't a thing. Like if you didn't have a blockbuster or like a yeah everything. This I had, is like sorry. I had I had hundreds of movies on my computer that, that I was just cycling yeah. through that were huge, massive files. Eyes uh, eyes wide shut for the first time. Yeah. All these kind of things. Um, and they were great quality, and you could get them. I could download Eyes Wide Shut in five minutes. Oh, that's crazy. That just seems like a sitcom where she's like banging on, would she turn that off? And then she wakes up. She, it's in the dark. She can't really see. She goes to turn her light. She can't see trips on the fucking floor, smacks. Realizes she's been yeah. sleeping on her clothes yeah, for yeah, a week. Sma- yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, with that. Yeah, I like the Van Wilder. Uh, this is... Uh, <laughs> Chugging vodka, yeah. stealing light bulbs. Yeah. That what, was my what, life. Else, what did you guys watch this week? <laughs> what did you guys have to check it out? Uh, so, uh, have have you guys heard of uh, our flag means death? This is the oh t- yeah, that's the HBO show. Yeah, Taiki uh, Watiti show. Yeah. 
Uh, it's really good, and he's on it, and he's really good. It's about this kind of rich aristocrat guy in, I don't know, the 16 or mm-hmm. 1700s, probably the 1700s, and he wants to be a pirate and leave his family, and he just he just kind of like ups one day, gets this crew. The crew's just like all these hilarious comedians you kind of are aware yeah. of. There's guest stars from Fred Armisen. Uh, Watiti plays Blackbeard. Oh, awesome. Uh, and he's so good in this. And I, I, when I was thinking this, was like, you're wasting your time making these Marvel fucking movies. Marvel movies. <laughs> you're like... You're, this is well, so brilliant. I think the last one wasn't well received, so he might be done with him anyway. Uh, mm. Yeah, but now he's got like a bunch of Star Wars shit because yeah. he's a great actor. Yeah, a, a, as well, and it's it's funny, it's absurd, it's surrealist. There's like heart with it too. Like all of his early movies, the, what, like what we do in the shadows, Hunt for the Wilder yeah. People. There's like a heart to them, mm. and I've just been I, I like Ragnarok. Okay, for like for Marvel, yeah. it's up there for me. Uh, but I, I was left cold by Jojo Rabbit, where it seemed mm. like he was playing, uh, kind of, I don't know, it almost seemed like a satire on himself or something. Mm. Like, uh, I, I really, really like this series. I'm going to give it an eight. Oh, uh, nice. I, I highly recommend it. Oh, dope. I ended up checking out uh, the movie X from Ty West that came out this year. Nice, yeah. It's, I, I dug this movie so much. It opens up these uh, kids are about to make this adult film in the middle of Texas. So it reeks of, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Massacre from the yeah. get-go. I didn't know anything about this movie going in, so I'm like, okay, what are they going to do? I'm That's pretty, the way to see this, too. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. even that the gas station was a Texas Chainsaw Massacre gas station. Like, they pull up, and there's, like, a car accident. Like, what's going on? There's blood all over the road. I guess someone hit a cow. I'm like, oh, that's disgusting. They yeah. hit the cow. They go to this uh, abandoned uh, thing, and there's an old man who greets them who's very uh, crotchety because he pulls a gun on the guy. He's, oh, what's well, he's going like, on? He, they, it's him and his wife and living yeah. in this farm, and they rent out, I guess, this uh, oh, uh, little cabin. Yeah. yeah. And you kind of see his wife uh, looking at them from the window and shit it's like that. It's super creepy. Yeah, this movie is tension filled man and all the characters they're not likable but they're all engaging man like you understand lots of personality yeah very well it's what's well, mia goth mm-hmm. jenny Brit- ortega, ortega and, uh britney snow and and what's the guy um i've seen him in a bunch the one of guy stuff. was from the evil dead remake is that he? the same guy because he I looks the same so. but i don't think it is him yeah it looked like him but it looked like he hadn't aged at all yeah so i don't, so I don't think it was him oh. huh. but he did have that like, glasses and long hair so he looked exactly like that fella so I dug it, man. It was so creepy. I didn't know what the story was going. I kind of dug the fact the story went the way it did. Yeah. Like, it's kind of disgusting, hilarious, and scary it's at the ca- same time. There's a lot of humor in the movie, mm-hmm. um, which you don't expect mm-hmm. as like, much. Like even, even some of this, when like, it's like tense, it's like what? I don't give anything away. But there's one scene just like, wow, that is hilarious. That it shouldn't be that funny. <laughs> like, oh, totally. Uh, Oh, anyway. so it's actually the kid from Super Dark Times. Oh, okay. right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, um, I watched this film as well and uh, didn't quite dig it. Oh, as, you didn't dig it? As much as you guys. I liked it, just not as much mm. as you guys. I'm a big Ty West fan, big Slasher fan. I, mm. I don't know if I thought they gelled together too oh, I well. Like, I, I, I don't think... I don't know. I didn't get the tension that you got. I didn't get that Texas Chainsaw Massacre scare. Oh, no. Like, but and I was fine with that. I, 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 but then I don't think it. I got that '80s slasher vibe either. I don't think it was fun enough. Mm-hmm. I don't think the kills were memorable enough. I think it's more '70s than it is '80s mm-hmm. in terms of a lot of its. Yeah, it but, didn't feel like an '80s slasher at all, did yeah. it? Like, but, but, I, but I, I feel it has like a vibe, got, and that it's just mm-hmm. a person 
Like, once it gets going, it's just kill after yeah. kill after kill, right? Yeah. Like, there's nothing to it. But it doesn't have that, like, chainsaw mask or disturbing... No, it, it's not... No, it just feels like a It road seems like it's trip. more trying yeah. to be fun, right? Like, mm-hmm. even the old people kind of have, like, a weirdness. I mean... Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a spoiler. Well, so the Mia Goth is playing the old person doesn't matter to the plot of the film. It's I don't know. Like, I think that's a good like uh, mm-hmm. once you once you see that in the in the mm-hmm. film. Well, I thought there'd be um, some supernatural. I don't want to give anything away, but like I thought there'd be something there because even you know, there's a preacher in this movie. You're like, okay, I think I know where this is going, but I don't know. Like I, I'm assuming she just played the character because they're going to do the prequel, right? Like well, it doesn't the, have anything to do with the plot. Right? I don't think that actually. Had any uh, the, the prequel is an afterthought. They were just in mm. New Zealand because of uh, COVID, so they ended up being like, "Well, mm. let's like let's play two. Let's or, like, what, was, what do you think the re- reasoning is I, behind that casting? Like, it's not supposed to do, have anything to do with the plot, is it? She's yeah, not, I think there's supposed to be a duality with the characters, especially with the old woman seeing herself mm-hmm. in Mia Goss' character, and that's when she sees like them. I don't think we've even mentioned this part. Like they're filming a, a porno movie Porn, yeah, think, on their property. Yeah. Um, and, and more what, of an art film than a porn. Yeah. I think. More of an art film. We're trying, I think it's trying to be like, that's the time when like, yeah. Porn, like vinegar syndrome really saw these porn films yeah. that also have plots yeah. and are trying to be something more. I think that's yeah. what this guy's trying to create the filmmaker. He's not, he doesn't want to create a stupid porn film. He wants mm. to create an artistic porn film. Yeah, and that, that he talks about his girlfriend with yeah. with that. And there was like an interesting like arc there that kind of I didn't see that happening. I, see, I don't know if I like that. Yeah, I, I don't know if I like that. Like, like to me, like it kind of like she's kind of the the innocent character. And I think when she does that point, I'm not really behind her anymore. Uh, why not? Why? Yeah, like so your girlfriend's sitting there and says. You know what? You've already put her in the situation, and you're saying it's okay for putting, these other you're, people. You're just she's just she's just doing audio though. That's like saying it, because you go and film like a porn or a girl's gone wild, then why not? But have why some are we judging those other people? Like I, that's what I and that's you know mm. that's her kind of. It's not his decision. No, it's not. But at the same time, I think I don't know. To me, like. I feel there. I think uh, yeah, you should uh, yeah. have that discussion. Yeah, yeah, if I'm yeah, sitting yeah, there with my yeah, girlfriend yeah, yeah. of however there many years, be a discussion and she's like. That. I'm gonna go do a porn. Your opinion you, doesn't matter because it's not your say. You should probably talk like, to me what? about this. Yeah. <laughs> but they they hinted like uh, I think she wants more out of being in in the in the film as mm-hmm. well, and he doesn't like acknowledge any of mm-hmm. uh, of that. But that's all like it's all happening like a, a five minute discussion. When I'm not saying that's gonna high. be good for the relationship, but yeah. I, I I also just think like. He doesn't have any say in that. She wants to do this. This is. I know. To me, it's just kind of, I don't know. Like, if it's supposed to be, there was any relationship. But, like, if my girlfriend's like, I want to do a porn, it's like, okay, well, good luck. See you later. Well, that's exactly well, what he does. Yeah, 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 that's exactly what happened. But, 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 but yeah, being said, I, I did like matter. that too. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I thought it was kind of like I, a fun I thought little... it added another layer of like tension between the characters. After I just didn't care about her. This episode. choice they made to use a song that I thought was like almost like they opened up with the first like four bars of this song, like, they're not going to do this. Then they started playing landslide i'm like why the fuck would you choose this song out of any like this song is parodied by now right like it's so silly to add this as like a, a montage in a movie yeah i i it's, uh, it's so ridiculous this song is so overdone there's no reason for it other than the fact it says like seasons of my this, life but it, like yeah it, it makes no sense it's almost like Oh, this is come usually on. this is usually my department where yeah. I'm like free. I that didn't bother me for whatever reason. Oh, that's crazy, yeah. Because like they played it like they're not gonna do this. He's better than this. Oh, he's not better than this. 
Yeah. I think maybe because I just I, I actually like I love landslide. So a great song. It's now a parody using it in movies as like the transition of someone changing. Yeah, like maybe. South Park made a joke out of this. So I haven't seen that. So maybe yeah, I would yeah, feel differently yeah, yeah. if anyways, I knew that. Anyways, I still dug it. There's this really cool scene. I don't want to give it away, but there's alligators, which is fucking oh, amazing. Yeah. Anyways, I, I'm giving this uh, a 7.5, I think, is uh, my go on yeah, this. Yeah, I'm, I'm between 6.5 and, and 7. Like, yeah. Again, it's another one that's fine that I was excited for, but like all these movies, like if they make the top ten, I, I don't know. Like it, this is not yeah. top ten material for me. I don't know. Yeah, and it, it definitely was. Like uh, Ty West came. Like mm. I, I've been. Uh, I just feel like he's above this. I don't know. Like I, I like. I don't know. It didn't hit the same highs as his other films have for me. Yeah, like I don't think this is. I guess I'm more of a slasher fan, and it wasn't enjoyable on that level for me. And as a Texas Chainsaw Massacre or whatever, I, you know. Again, I think I think like he's a smart enough filmmaker where he's he's like taking all of those things, but he's not mm-hmm. going to be any one of those things. So like, yeah, it's it's probably why I like it more is it's not a quintessential kind of slasher yeah. thing. Like there, but again, not knowing anything, this could have turned into Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like that, they even like there are like beats that are oh yeah, chase on mastery. It's like wow, this is fucking yeah. Cool. The, the, like, the old people are living like yeah. a really disturbing mm-hmm. life. Yeah, uh, I, I I would have never guessed at the beginning of the year that I would have the highest score for X out of the three. What you uh, give I it? I gave it an eight. Oh, uh-huh. right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I think it's because I'm a slasher fan. It's not mm-hmm. what I like out of slasher fans. This film didn't deliver, and I guess whatever else it did was just okay for me. Um, speaking of just okay, another 2022 that everyone loved. Uh, this, is me, this is me just tearing it. No, uh, I, I didn't hate it, but it was fine. Uh, Stranger Things season four, I watched again, right. something I'm hearing. Some people say this is the best season. Um, it's definitely the biggest and most epic oh, season. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's start off with the pluses. I think the score is fantastic. I think Stranger Things does great things by taking mm-hmm. old songs. I mean, everyone's talking about the Kate Bush song. That's fucking fantastic in this. You are thinking about musical youth? Is what you're thinking about? Musical How come that music, that pass the dirty on the left-hand side? <laughs> yeah. How come this song's not getting the traction of running up that hill is going, right? Well, I that don't even remember was, that. Yeah, the, every the time show. the uh, Stoner fellow was on oh, the yeah. thing, that song was playing. I, I didn't like the Stoner. I, I thought felt he was, he was so bad. He was like, like yeah. He, he was almost like a, a caricature yeah. of what it should have been. Uh, the Journey sound, though, is fucking incredible that yeah. they use later on. So, obviously, my biggest thing, I'm not a TV guy. We've talked about this many times. Mm. And this is like the perfect example why the fuck is this 13 hours long, man? Tell me why. You could cut out so much. Everything just fucking goes on. Like, all the stuff at the beginning with Eleven and the cliche story where she's feels she feels alone and gets picked <laughs> on by the popular blonde. Like, what a, t- what a waste of time. All, like, Mike and Will and all those guys' story, all that stuff in the stoner, get rid of all that. None of that is interesting at all. Like, is any of that good? Did, did you guys like any of that? Well, that, that, that's like, my least It's favorite. almost like they have yeah. those characters. They don't know what to do with them, and well, they have to fill it. And that's the problem with both, TV, right? Both Mike and Will, This I don't think it's actually... Their bromance? No, I think the problem with Mike and Will is they can't act anymore. That could be yeah, it, too. So, so, But even the, the brother, like he, it, it seems like they had he's nothing... He's always been the worst part, But they though. had nothing to do in this I, thing, he, and they didn't even, know what uh, to do with him. What's her name? Heather? Uh, what's her face? Uh, Nancy. Nancy, she's bad too in this. Like she, she's uh, having a hard time. She's acting. better than the, the other. Yeah, guys, yeah the so. other. Yeah, the, like she's kind of always been at whatever level she's mm-hmm. at, which is fine. I, like when you get to Brett Gelman and Winona Ryder and David Harbour, it's great. It, that, I disagree. 
Oh, really? I think that stretch is way too long, too. I like that. I think Wayne Onorati is actually pretty terrible in this season, too. Oh, wow. I like the other guy, the... Um, the new Russian? No. Brett uh, Gelman. Brett Gelman, yeah. yeah. He's good. Wayne Onorati, like... The, all that stuff going always... to prison goes way too long, and just when you think it's finally getting out, it's like, nope, we're going to keep on going for fucking six episodes of this stuff, of the same shit. Everything about this is like... They could have finished off that storyline episode or two, and it's like, let's stretch it to six. And then, of course, it's TV, so it's like, oh, the demo uh, Gorgon is banging on the wall. They're going to come kill. No, no, you're not going to get that. Let us cut away to this other story for 20 fucking minutes before we get back to that. Like, yeah, this is why this is why TV drives me nuts. Like, it, everything is just, like, stretched I, he's out. He's winning me over to his side. I'm like, you know, I kind of have done season uh, I talk, four. I like, talked no, to some guy that he's, works. He's actually, the, yeah, you're, like, you're kind of, like, every point you're making is very like, astute. You're they, right. have, they have 15, yeah. and they need to kill off people for yeah. one. They have way too many people. I guess Instead of they're likable characters. Yeah, and then and don't get me wrong, the new the guy that they add is fucking yeah. awesome, Eddie Mun- yeah. Munson. yeah. Eddie Munster? Eddie Munster. <laughs> but like, stop adding people. You got way too many people that you obviously don't mm-hmm. even have plots for them that you're trying well, to do. I don't do, mind like, adding, adding other people, but I agree. Like, uh, there's a big, without going this spoiled, mm. but there's a big almost death that just should have been a death. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's actually a pretty emotional beat. Yeah, that would have been a... Yeah. I, I said this, when that happened, like, they're not going to kill them off. Like, it's not going to happen. This show doesn't have that kind of teeth. And And, and that's... That's why this show, and I think I talked about it before, yeah. this show will never, like, I'm watching Better Call Saul right now. There's nothing in entertainment. One more episode left, baby. <laughs> better than Better Call Saul. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to watch. Yeah. I, I just, like, this is something, like, I don't think I'm ever going to watch again because it's 13 fucking hours. And yeah. There, I, there's not I, enough in there for me gonna, to want to return to. It. It's going to be, I could, like, if somebody told me the first season, I think I easily would go back to, would yeah. have gone back to the first season. First season's the best, by far. By far. Yeah. yeah, and uh, th- I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. Vecna is cool. I really like the uh, theory of uh, the, what was the guy's name? Victor Creed or something like that, where they're like, they tell this urban legend about this guy who like cut out his family's eyes. Yeah, like, Robert England. What a cool, I like the idea of having like an urban myth in here. Like, yeah. yeah. I was down for that. Like, this is fucking awesome. And it does kind of like, okay, well. I'm, a, I'm kind of okay with where mm. it, it kind of twists a little mm. bit there. I, I think... Th- even Eleven flashback that's like the last six seven like that goes on way too long like, like oh my god this, this is the, this is the problem with the the show that's the most popular thing and it, it's kind of the Game of Thrones issues uh, where I think showrunners start getting so much power yeah that they they don't have checks and balances yeah and the mm-hmm. best shows have. like I just heard George R R Martin didn't talk to them for basically four years that's crazy. The, why? Why? why I don't know the first, like, he's the guy yeah. that made, made, wrote Game of Thrones, the oh, books, oh, and sorry. was talking about Game of Thrones. Okay, yeah, yeah, was very involved. Yeah. This show now, like, there's no reason those last two episodes should be four and a well, half if hours. You, if you made every episode an hour instead of an hour and a half, it would have been nine hours. Yeah. You could easily cut out four hours. In yeah. Yes, easily. I, I, I totally yeah. like. I I really like this because I like all of those other things. But I I, I agree. You, all your yeah, issues I don't know. Are, like, are warning. Yeah, like I think all the stuff in Hawkins and that group of people, all that stuff is fun. Cool. That's keeping me involved. But then we got to always cut away. Like again, the Hopper stuff was interesting to a point, and then I was kind of just bored with it. Mind you, there, there's a scene in the prison with the demo organ, and in like we'll say almost like a Coliseum setting that was fucking yeah. cool. Um, and that's a great example of incredible CGI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. That yeah, that's pretty good. But there is some like iffy CGI, and again. 
Apparently, this show costs $30 million per episode. Ooh, so yeah. times that by nine, this show costs $270 million more. This costs more than but, Top Gun. But think about how many almost hours. Almost every other movie. Yeah, but but a lot of it is a lot of talking. It's not like there's crazy shit every, like, ten minutes. Like, there's in usually the a big end, scene or two like, in the end. Yeah. In the end, there's, like, crazy you know? scene after crazy scene. There yeah. would have been so much, via, uh, like, uh, effects work. The show's almost like TV and this show especially. It's almost like an anthology where, like, some things are good, some storylines are good, some yeah. not so yeah. good, and you got to kind of deal with both to get through the differences in anthology. It's an hour and a half, Did you 13 notice, fucking hours. I, I forget the girl's name, but she used to work at the ice cream shop with uh, the hair, Mike the Hair. Uh, yeah, I can't oh, remember. Oh, Uma uh, Thurman's daughter. And Maya Hawk. Yeah. She, her character did like a 180 arc in this. Like She was like this character in the third season, then they kind of like fit her in. She's kind of no. similar. I feel like they've really like rewrote her character for this new season. For yeah, it to make I, I, sense. I, again, I haven't watched that yeah. in a while, but she's fun. Like again, yeah, I, like I, I did a back people. to back. I'm like, oh wow, she has changed. I think that group lot. of people. If you did not yeah. have that story, I would have checked out. Like I don't. Yeah, because Steve is great. Yeah. yeah, Steve's awesome. Uh, who's the Dustin's kid with the fun. Yeah, Dustin? I think Munson is, yeah. is great. Yeah. And I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't mind the the older sister in this one. What's her name? Nancy. Like I don't know. She was okay. Yeah, I, I've always found she's just she's fine. Like actually, I, I like when she was doing the conspiracy stuff with. Uh, again, yeah. I, I think Brett Gelman's fucking yeah, a genius, yeah. but he's a great. Yeah, he, great he's actor. great in everything. He's probably right? one of my favorite yeah. um, roles. I, 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 I all the bloat, all the issues. It's also just like there's a reason why this is the most popular show. Yeah. It actually probably might be the most popular show right now, right? Like, I can't think of anything that's I can't, more talked There's about, no like, show that's spending $30 million. Yeah. There's the, the only show that's... What did Game of Thrones spend? Like, they were up there. I don't oh, think they were $30 million, were they? Maybe the last a couple episodes. But I thought they were, six. like, $10 million or something. And I remember saying, wow, that's crazy for a TV show. Because, like, it's a big deal if you spend a million. $30 million is yeah. fucking ludicrous. Uh, but I think only Squid Games ha- uh, is the, the only more popular... Uh, television show or anything, I think, on Netflix of all time. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I guess it makes sense. I mean, this is this is very international, this is, and this is probably their first mm. big, big thing, isn't it? Like series that got everyone joining Netflix. Was there anything before this? Orange is the New Black okay. probably was the the one that kind of like House of Cards was the one that everyone L- thought. Lily Hammer didn't do it. Lily Hammer. <laughs> it's unfortunate that Lily Hammer never did it. Or uh, what was that? Uh, the one they shot in Hamilton and it had. Famke Jansen and, and uh, the guy from It that yeah. was terrible. Mm, Hollow, gr- uh, oh fuck, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we did that. I'd have worked when you're talking. About oh, that. it was painful. I, so. I will say too, like this. There's a lot of cool things, but there are a lot of cool things you have seen done before. I, but I think this is like the Tarantino where it's kind of acceptable because they take all stuff you've seen, but they. They, yeah, they put it yeah, in their, yeah. if they're doing is, their own uh, thing. Yeah, like nice they have, with they've it. Invent, invented enough of their this own is, stuff. This is this is de- like anybody that says that I think is that's kind of bullshit because mm-hmm. the world is so unique still. Mm-hmm. Like it is a blender. It's Tarantino's that's an amazing yeah. example. But yeah, I again I, I still liked it. I just, man, I'm, I'm probably not gonna ever watch it again because it's too fucking yeah. Long. I, I'm gonna still give it seven. I mean, I liked it. Again, and all the Hawking stuff was a lot of fun. Like, there, there's some really cool epic stuff. The Kate Bush theme, which is running out yeah. of the... Like, there's some great, There's a reason why that song... Moments. Even the, yeah. even the Master song. of Puppets... Uh, yeah, that was kind of dope, yeah. right? Uh, uh, musical youth, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they're, they're, I, I, I can't disagree with most of these things, even though I, I think I enjoy it. I do, you guys are more TV guys. You guys are used to this kind of stuff, whereas, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't... I watch TV once in a while, and this is one I've actually stuck with and watching. I mean, I might go back and do the um, the Flanagan ones that I haven't finished, but uh, 
Yeah, when, when I do these, sometimes it's a struggle. I think like when I watch Fargo, that didn't have as much fat, and I, I, I loved that. Fargo's an anthology um, series, too, yeah. so it's not like it's barely yeah, interconnected. Yeah. But Fargo also is another, at least the first two seasons, is yeah, another another one of those series that is like intricately plotted and per, like, it's it's different. I, I think the, the top tier stuff, I, I was thinking about the Americans the other day and how fucking good the Americans and how everyone should just watch the Americans because mm. it's better than everything else. But a lot of those shows are like Thief, which we watched last week. There's a bunch of moments where it doesn't seem like much is going on. Yeah. But that stuff actually fucking pays off because yeah. it's part of a bigger thing. Yeah. And and every week, so are you caught up on Better Call Saul? Yeah, yeah, I got one episode left, I think. The, 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 uh, no, no, I got uh, five or ten minutes left of the last, second to last, the penultimate episode. Okay. It's fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Everything is great about that show. Mm-hmm. And everything is like... Oh my god! They brought that thing. Like, yeah, it, I'll be able to watch. I could, I could honestly watch right back from the beginning. The second that is over, I was mm. thinking the same thing. I might do that actually because it's that good. It's like, that fucking good. Well, and maybe I'll, I'll one day. And there's a weird, there's an arc too. Like, yeah, it spans. Decades. We'll see how yeah. it lands. Yeah. next week, but potentially is this their last season? They're ending. Last yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode, episode ever. Episode, episode. Okay. on Monday. But are they doing another spinoff? I thought I heard. No, something? no, no okay. spinoffs. So uh, Gilligan's making a new show. Oh, okay. But n- better no, call Pinkman. Yeah. <laughs> or no, uh, Breaking Badger. Ah, uh, nice. Actually, I would watch that show actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it sounds like both of those guys have spent fourteen or fifteen years of their life doing this mm-hmm. thing. So was Saul like a big part of Breaking Bad, or is he like on an episode or two? No, he was kind of a big part. Like, yeah, uh, he by became the end. one of the uh, main characters. So he was only supposed end. to be on three episodes, and they were like, we've got something here. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. when they said they were going to spin it off, everyone was like, oh, you're just going to make this comedic show, side show? That seems kind of weird. And they've built this Great unbelievable... Arc. And a, it's not a just prequel. a prequel. And it mm. turned into like a prequel slash what's going on after. It, it's good, man. Like, I've just read Bob Odenkirk's book. He is a genius. I got to read that. I, yeah, I'll let, I'll let it yeah, be, yeah. man. Yeah, I got hmm. it for Christmas. Um, I, I, I think, like, I, I can't believe, I, I just trust them so much they're going to stick the landing. I've seen how they have these storyboards that they put together mm-hmm. that are, like, scene by scene, and they're so goddamn detailed, and it, it's, it's brilliant, and it's cinema. The way they shoot it, it's not for TV. Mm-hmm. Every angle is thought about. Um, it's it's gonna be Mount Rushmore. It's kicking something off. Yeah, <laughs> I always say there's some scenes like with Lalo and uh, Gus Fring when he kind of like <sighs> he hides the gun. Like, what's he doing? And then like it pays off like two episodes later. Like, oh, that is fucking genius. And that's really obvious for them yeah. too. Like a lot of the other stuff is like somebody. Uh, you know, order the spicy chicken burger. <laughs> yeah, or there's a, like an ice cream cone, at the, and you're like, why are we getting focus on this ice cream cone in a pre, uh, in like mm-hmm. the in the cold open, and then it turns something. Their cold opens yeah. are amazing. Where yeah, they, they seem like cold opens where they don't connect anything, and they connect to the whole show. And I I know you talk about this, Kyle, sometimes where you're like, you can, like when a show is just serialized and there's no like theme of that episode. It, it, it can be annoying. Yeah. This all have a theme. Like, two episodes ago, they finally go in the future. You finally get to see what's going on. And it's basically a, a fucking heist episode. That's hmm. awesome. With Tracy, uh, not Tracy Allman, uh, Carol Burnett. Carol, the end, and, and, uh, uh, 
Jerry from The Office. Yeah, it's crazy. Or Jerry, Jerry I from Parks and Rec. She yeah. actually, I don't know, I've read that because I don't follow this show, but yeah, I guess she was just a fan and, and phoned and said, I want to be on this show. Uh, yeah, like, she can do whatever she wants. She's incredible on this. Anyways, let's move on. And you're uh, you're 10, 15 minutes away from the uh, sorry. This is yeah. like this is like taking over my talk life. Talk about it show. after it's yeah. done, guys. Talk about yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ne- uh, yeah, next week we'll talk. What, about what else right. did you guys watch? Uh, <laughs> I was all like, <laughs> I had my next uh, thing that I was going to talk about. I feel like every time we get into TV, it goes yeah, yeah, into exactly. this Better Call Saul. How great it is! Because I, 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 I guess this is like the, what's taking over everyone's life right now, right? It's the best thing on television, like. Uh, yeah, this is the best yeah. thing I've I think I've ever watched in real time. Hmm. Everything else, did you do Breaking Bad in real time? I was a year behind. Okay, yeah. Uh, I I was uh, a year behind the Americans when it ended. Uh, Game of Thrones, you do real time? Yeah, but the ending really stunk. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't. Uh, they did not the, stick that. They did not stick that landing. That's what sucks. How do you guys feel about a show? Let's say like it's incredible. And then the last season fucking sucks. You know what? Does I, that ruin the whole? Yeah, I, is that like a movie well, with a bad end? Is that like no? Nope? A sitcom, <laughs> a sitcom, no. But something like Game of Thrones, it kind of does. It, like I feel uh, the difference uh, is Game of Thrones, which if they had stuck the landing, I would have been like, let's do this again. Yeah. The amount of entertainment I got out of that in real time. Is this something yeah. you're gonna go back and watch though? Because of that, maybe not. And I, I'd already, I rewatched while it was going on because I loved those. Especially the first five, four, yeah, five f- first four, like up until like, hold the door, yeah, like that is yeah. fucking just like there's moments in that show that are my favorite moments of anything I've seen on a screen mm-hmm. in my whole life. I mean, again, I don't, I don't watch so, a lot. Of this, so, but. and I don't think this last season is as bad as people think it is. I just think it's kind of like this is just a normal kind of fantasy show now. Like mm-hmm. before, it was the the political stuff and From the emotional season stuff. Season four, it's one four is such a beautiful like ten out of ten TV. Once like a five, oh, you notice like it goes down to a nine, six, eight, yeah, seven, five, mm-hmm. and then like. Last season is like, ooh, this is four. Did you guys ever watch Lost? I, yeah. I got like I two or three episodes in. It seemed and like, like that was kind of the Game of Thrones. People were really into that. This movie, they didn't like the ending and I then never went how no ridiculous it, it all seemed. Like, Lost? Yeah. I just felt it seemed so silly and like, yeah, uh, I remember you guys talking yeah. about uh, So the pro, like, Lost is very, um, as a show, because they're long seasons, mm-hmm. very all over the place. So you have 20 episodes and you'll have. 10 that are fucking amazing and then a bunch that aren't it's it's a, a classic i remember watching it in in the fall one time having a bad cold and just being like on cough syrup <laughs> get that scissors and great uh but yeah lost i don't know if i have that much interest but the, the game of thrones isn't that even like the last season isn't that many episodes anyways it's not gonna be there but the best of the best the wire which we just rewatched, yeah. which is just f- f- fucking Great. so rewatchable and there's there's a lot of great stuff but it's hard to do i think it's harder to make a great tv series that completes all the way mm-hmm. um because yeah. it's so long yeah uh anyways i was going to talk about midnight run oh we're going to talk about heat robert de niro midnight run uh i've been wanting to see this f- for quite a few years it's actually not an easy one to to it was on netflix for a while uh, yeah, well, but Shell, I, Shell Factory put it out. Yeah. So, so uh, I, I guess it was just like with 
stream. The Netflix one had an issue, I guess, with it. They might have cut out something, or okay. somebody told me not to watch the Netflix one, so I didn't watch it. It was on Criterion, so yeah. finally watched it. Uh, it's De Niro and Charles uh, Grodin. From uh, Beethoven fame. Yeah, Beethoven. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's how everyone remembers. It's not thinner. It's, uh... I actually, that's how I know him from Beethoven. I'm not even joking. Oh, yeah? that, that movie was like a big part of my childhood. Yeah. I had the VHS, watched that movie. Wanted a St. Bernard. Never happened. Thank God. Yeah, that would have been terrible. He, he was more known as like the guy that would go on Carson and just fucking kill it. And, and when, He was charming. That's why people loved yeah. having him around. Like His movies are not that memorable. Like Even he thinner. Didn't, he, like, didn't, he didn't make yeah. a lot of movies where he's the lead. Mm-hmm. He's like a side person like Dave or I think he's in Rosemary's Baby a little bit. And, Is he? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And So he's in these things where he just pops up for a yeah. second because he wasn't really an actor, he was uh, a charming fellow, comedian, and yeah. I think he wrote. And but he was a, a talk show ho- host and guest mm. a lot of the time. To- People loved having him on talk show host. And when YouTube first came on, I remember just watching Charles Grodin shit because he was so good. Albert Brooks stuff too. Mm-hmm. Those guys and Martin Short. Yeah, Martin those, Short was the uh, three that those three guys on talk shows in the 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 early eighties mm. into the nineties are just fucking on fire. Um, so this is his, like, the movie, and I've never seen it of, of him, and boy, did it live up to it. Oh. Uh, it, it. De Niro, you realize, could do a comedy and not fucking be a joke in, the ba- in a bad way. He's committed to this, this role. So he's basically a bounty hunter. He's got kicked off the force, and he's after this guy that's fucked over, like, the mob, who's played by Dennis Farina. Dennis Farina's so fucking good at this. Uh, Yafet Koto, who you know from, like, uh, Running Man and Alien uh, and Homicide, Life on the Street, if you watch that. He's, like, this FBI agent that's after... Uh, Charles Gordon as well so he's telling De Niro you gotta let me know everything that's going on De Niro doesn't give a fuck he just wants to get his big payday so it's a huge thing you got Joey Pants in there you got um, uh, Philip uh, Baker Hall in in there as an advisor (laughs) it's just like a great cast and everybody is really fucking good but Mm. it's a buddy like it's a buddy movie Yeah, Yeah. these two guys that shouldn't be in the same place and why I think it works is they play their characters in such a straight way and the comedy just happens from the situation. Yeah, because they're both uh, straight fellas. Like, Charles Grodin, like, doesn't bend at all, like, comedy-wise, and neither does De Niro, right? And it's funny all the time. There's no, like, jokes between them. It's the situations they're in and how they're reacting in real time. I know our our, our friend Ken, who we mentioned on the last episode, mm. t- called this the lesser planes trains. I, I, I would... Highly disagree with that. I think it's just a different version of that. It's the mm-hmm. flip coin. Planes, trains is about jokes and setups, and they're fucking great. And you got this emotional heart at the end. This doesn't have any of that. That's not what this movie is about. This movie is about fucking a guy that feels like he's doing the right thing, and another guy that's trying to save his life, and they're never on the same page. But their interactions always feel real and honest. We talked about that with Man last week in, mm-hmm. in dialogue. I loved it. Uh, other than the soundtrack, which is... It's really weird, right? <laughs> it's I, so I watch weird. Movies, it's like, it doesn't fit the movie It's Danny Elfman, all. too, and it's like this bluesy yeah. sort of like... We did the same fucking soundtrack yeah. noise of a joke of that yeah. thing, and it's, it's, it's not good. It throws you off the movie completely, right? But mm. at the same time, I just eventually just like... 
I just drove into it. I just took that as like a like yeah. a comedic character on its own. I'm giving it a nine again. Wow. One oh, of wow. one of my highs of the year. I All loved right. it. I yeah. think it's. I need to check that out. Uh, I got to give it a rewatch. I think I only gave it like seven point five. Like I, I, honestly, I I think I was in the right mood too. Yeah. And but Charles Grodin, fuck, he's he's the real star of the movie. Like mm-hmm. his reactions, just give me fucking postcards of those. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, all right. Let's just do it, baby. Uh, I, I got one more. Do you, do you have anything else? Uh, yeah, I, I got I a got bunch. Some, I no, I just got. Uh, I got. I got one more. Okay. Well, why don't you do one more? Because I kind of want to end on. Because I'm going to talk about. The, oh, that's the right. Heat, uh, original. Right. <laughs> so I watched Threads from 1984. Oh, this movie is terrifying. Yeah, you've seen this. Oh, it's, it's it's one of the most scariest movies I've ever seen. It's almost like a mockumentary about what would happen if they dropped an A bomb. Yeah. So it's it's in Sheffield, England. Yeah. And it's it basically sets up everyone's going about their business. Everyone's seen uh, you know uh, the guy he's impregnated a girl. Mm. There's all this stuff in the background in the news. It's done really really well like uh, exceptionally well how mm. it's just like feels like you're living this life and then it ramps up feels like war is going to happen and maybe nuclear bombs have already dropped in Iran and like you know the tensions there and once it fucking drops and they show what would happen it, it is heartbreaking it man. is brutal but also like you care about these people because mm. they're joking about football or mm. getting the birds or whatever. Like, so it, you're invested. UK's version of the day after, essentially, right? Which like, I haven't seen the yeah. day after oh, okay. with Lithgow, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Gutenberg. It's good. The good. Have yeah. you seen that? No. So, Kino released that on Blu ray and Miracle yeah. Mile, and then Severin released threads like all around the same time. So, uh, we had plans, I think, at some point to do, to yeah, do yeah, that's right. a post apocalypse, and it never happened. So, I have all these movies I haven't watched them. Uh, and Panic at the Year Zero was another mm-hmm. one we were going to possibly cover. Um, so yeah, I haven't watched any of these, but I, I own them all. Uh, hi- highly recommend this mm-hmm. one, uh, and it looks good too. Like surprisingly, like for like a it's an English movie. Yeah, like, it was uh, it was TV. Yeah, yeah it was a TV, TV movie. Yeah. On, on well, so is day after. Good, yeah. So is day after. Um, mm. uh, yeah, the, like the transfer I, think, I saw, which I think is the Kino transfer or Severin, yeah, or Severin, yeah. Um, it, it, the, the you can tell that the beginning of it is a little bit degraded in in a mm. way no one's like I, I think there's actually up. I think Severin is actually the lesser transfer I think another I might have been actually a UK but it's it's region B locked is actually the better transfer of the film. I could totally see that there's there yeah. probably someone they could actually get to the, the yeah re- exactly real tapes. yeah yeah um apparently day after is like what stopped uh the Reagan, Cold War yeah. is it the mm. Cold War no, well Sorry, I'm so Reagan watched this. Oh, it wasn't the day after. Well, I don't, he probably watched the day after as well. But Reagan specifically got this in to watch, and and I guess people said it had a really big effect, like he was kind of stoic afterwards, Um, which is weird, but it (laughs) shows the power. The only thing I didn't really love about this is it occasionally, like, there's a voiceover narration. That takes it out of being a, uh, like a pure kind of docudrama mm-hmm. sort of thing where you feel like you're in it. And when they do that, it's like, yeah, they're showing all the, these stats on the, the news or whatever. And at the very end, they start like showing what the kids would be like. Uh, they, I don't remember that part. Yeah, but. that's a little bit weak mm-hmm. um, because I don't think that's really believable that people would lose language. Like everyone else would be speaking English. Like yeah. it might be kind of dumb. 
unless they're saying they have some sort of radiation poisoning that's they like can't talk. Mm. Yeah, who knows? It, it, yeah. None of it. Th- that stuff. All, pseudoscience. Uh, yeah, pseudoscience stuff. Kind of, kind of took me out of it because it's like you've done everything else to fucking T. Yeah. And then this is the imagined world, which we don't actually know. Um, I would have rather them play that a little bit. Radioactive monsters as well. We forgot to tell you that. Hey, if you want to go that far, uh, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this an eight. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I remember it terrified me. Terrified me. Yeah, it, it's almost uh, yeah. yeah up up a notch. You realize how we'd be fucked. Oh yeah, society would be just crumbled. And but I I, I really like that they make you care about these people. I, I have no hope if anything bad big ever happens. Like we saw a lot of shit in the past couple of years with mm-hmm. COVID. Yeah, COVID did not give know. give me a lot of faith in humankind. No. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah. I guess I'll end off because I watched L.A. Takedown from 1989. Oh. This is um, a, a TV film that it, it, it makes no sense because he did this. This is eight years after Thief. He's done The Keep at this time, and he's done Manhunter. He's he's directed some TV because this film <laughs> feels like a college product. Like, oh really? Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm. Maybe it's just because I just watched Heat and then this. But like, I, he must. Yeah, I guess he was rushed. So I, from what I've read about it, he had this 180 page screenplay. He has to cut it down to 110 pages. So he has to almost cut it in half and fit it into a 90 minute uh, pilot. It's gonna be a pilot for a TV series. Uh. Um, but NBC, I guess, says, well, we'll, we'll pick it up for a show, but you gotta get rid of your lead actor. And Michael Mann refuses, which makes no sense because all the acting in this is fucking awful. Um, it's a bunch of no-name guys. Maybe other than- that's just a power play situation. Maybe. I just heard a thing, about, uh, just a little aside. Yeah. So Pat Healy, uh, do you know Pat Healy? He's right now on, on, on Better Call Saul, mm-hmm. uh, starring as Jeff. He's he's got doing the cons with him. Oh, okay, yep. He's from the Innkeepers. He's the other guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah and he's yeah, yeah. in a million other yeah. movies. So I guess he was on Deadwood, and he doesn't say. There's a great interview on the reveal. Everyone mm-hmm. should go check it out. The reveal, which is Scott Tobias and Keith Phillips, who used to have the Dissolve, the website that Dissolve, and they wrote for AV Club for years. Um, little plug. They don't need a plug. They're one of the most <laughs> popular places to read about stuff. But they had this two part two two parter. Uh, and he was driving a, a fucking, not Uber, but one of those... Uh, Lyfts or something Lyft. like that, yeah. He was driving a Lyft uh, like three years ago. That's crazy. He like, thought it might be over. And mm. and now he's going to be in the new Scorsese. He did the Spielberg. He's been yeah. good in everything I've seen him mm-hmm. in. He's great. Yeah. But it just had some bad luck. So he talks about all this stuff. And then he goes back like from the beginning. He was on Deadwood. He's there for a few days. And then he gets a call from David Millich and he says, you're fired. And he's like, well, what did I do? Well, yeah, you know, you maybe should just take some acting lessons. And this fucking broke oh, him. Oh, of course. But guess, I guess it was him, uh, Millich, and Walter Hill were fighting over control of the show. And it was Millich, oh, like, uh, you know, like sh- fucking it to Hill. At basically, that point. just like, I'm the big dog here. See my dick? Yeah. Uh, Destroyed this one fellow's career. Yeah. Oh, just like crazy. fucked, fucked his, his mind up. And, and you realize like how fucking cutthroat. So maybe man here is being like, fuck you. you you've controlled all these other things. I get the actor. You never yeah. know, right? Like yeah. people don't always make. The, it's, it's, it's funny. Yeah. Like, like Walter Hill as in like the big writer director. Yeah. Because he almost was either. Was he going to. He was going to direct Heat, wasn't he? Isn't that a connection? Oh. He was going to direct one of these Michael oh. Mann movies. Oh, crazy. Um, at one point. Maybe, yeah, maybe I, I think he, it was he, because I think Michael Mann didn't want to direct He heat. did not want to direct he, yeah. Um, 
Anyways, the acting is off on this. Michael, Michael, uh, a young Michael Rooker's in there uh, as one of the cops, and so is Daniel Baldwin. But again, like they have nothing. Yeah. Think about Heat, but rushed to an hour and a half. Um, really, like a lot of the side characters don't have much to do. It's it is you know the two cop stories, but this is like the same exact story, the same beats. There's dialogue, chunks of dialogue that are identical. And it just shows you the difference of... <laughs> She's got a great butt! Because well, it's no, on TV, that, you can't say that. I'll yeah. actually ad-lib that. But, uh, yeah, Hank Azaria's uh, reaction uh, yeah. is, is real. Like It was just like, where did that come from? It just shows you the difference between great actors. Because these are the exact same dialogue, and you're just like, this sucks. <gasps> but they even do the coffee scene, and it's I will word not word. hesitate. And it's not good. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever watch this. And and probably it's on man too, right? Like yeah. your setups and your... Yeah. Well, your- again, I, I think he didn't... Yeah, so what was the other thing? He filmed this in... Yeah, sorry. It was shot in 19 days with 10 days of that being pre-production. Uh, okay, so yeah. I'm sure it That's didn't have a, a huge budget. Big and, and even the actors then... Yeah. That's a pretty big like no yeah. matter what. Like that's a you're you you're probably sending the situations like one take. Yeah. The funny thing is, so Xander Berkeley, I don't know if he, you guys know who he is. He's an actor, he's been like 24 and stuff. He's actually in heat. He's the guy that getaway uh, driver? No, that his wife oh. has the uh, affair oh, okay. with. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I like that guy. He's mm-hmm. been a bunch of stuff. He's Wayne Girl in this. He's like oh, the least crazy. intimidating guy ever. Yeah. So it's so weird him yeah. trying to play this badass. Um, Natalie Portman's character is completely cut out. Like Val Kilmer's character, yeah, yeah he has a henchman, but there's no like his story is not well, really story. part of this. He, in a, in a lot of ways, feels like the most TV show movie maybe of all time. Yeah, you're right because every character is doing something. Fair, it's there fair. is a story for every character. Yeah, even. Bud Court, we were talking about, he has a uh, dialogue in this, right? Like, it makes sense why he's a character. Like, the driver makes sense. He has this weird... There was supposedly yeah. enough uh, to make it a 10-part miniseries. Well, that, yeah. apparently he's talking for, I guess he is going to do the sequel. The book just came out uh, yeah. recently. It's like, sorry, it's a prequel slash sequel, but he might. he's deciding whether it's going to be a movie or a, a miniseries or something. It, so it's, I wonder it, if he will it's go It's almost impossible, and we'll talk about this when we get into Heat, but the... He's on a tightrope because mm. too much information and yeah. uh, like you're taking away from other thing. Not enough information. It's like why the fuck does yeah. this thing exist yeah, in I, here? I, I, prequels I almost feel like are never needed. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than Godfather Two, we've talked about this many times. Yeah. Like, yeah, most of the good prequels are the ones that you don't even know it's a prequel. It just happens. Yeah. To be. Oh yeah, no, that was set beforehand. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm worried about it. I'm excited, but I'm also very hesitant. I, and I do mm-hmm. think Michael Mann, I mean, he's coming off of Black Hat, which is not his best movie. Have you, have you, you know. watched uh, his, of course no. you haven't, his, his Tokyo? Yeah. No, I haven't. I, I think, yeah, he directed the pilot, I think, for that. And, but he, I, it's, it's his show, though. Yeah, I think he had a big part into it. Is, is he the showrunner? He might be. I don't know. Which, it, with TV, for me, it's different. The director is there, like they're yeah, yeah. the showrunner for me is is the, the author. Like King, yeah. yeah. But the the, the plus the, this does have even the score at times seems very close. So the score is actually okay in this at times, um, and then the shootout is actually decent. And that like he still has that thundering sound when he did the oh, shootout originally. Yeah. It still has that. So like, he's had, had all these ideas. Yeah. I, again, like he he had this idea and then was like, I don't. You know, it seemed like he didn't want to do Heat. Maybe he had this TV show. They're looking for something to do after Miami Vice. Well, I had this 
script that I've been sitting around. Let's do some with it. And then like he, I think he, as he's making this, he's like, there's there's something here yeah. about this. Like, and he's probably thinking like, what worked, when, what didn't. And then like you know, he, did, I think he does Last of the Mohicans, um, after ninety one this. And then did he do? He, what did he do between? Is it just Last of the Mohicans? And then he, I think so. Wow, yeah. Last of the Mohican Heat. Because Insider, I think uh, is Insider, after he, and, and then after Ali, he. yeah, yeah. So like yeah. the guy doesn't have that many movies. Mm-hmm. No, well, and that's why I think they're almost all of them are, are fucking great. This is not one of them. I'm gonna give it like three or four out of ten. Like, wow. it's, don't watch it. It's pretty yeah, much. It's watch Heat things, it doesn't hurt that I watch Heat beforehand, but I think yeah. even like you would be better just to watch Heat again. <laughs> and it, I don't even think like even Miami Vice. I I mm-hmm. I want to go back and one day watch that. Mm-hmm. But like, and I checked out the some, TV show. Yeah, the TV show. Oh wow. I checked out like some scenes and stuff, and like that has like some fucking cool camera. Like that seems like it has a budget. This you're, like you're not getting a lot of that. And I know he only directed probably a, a couple of episodes of that, um, but still, yeah, I don't know. This was uh, this was a, a tough watch. It just felt like it felt like like you know someone saying like, oh yeah, that was good. I can do that. Like yeah, you know. Anyways, yeah. Not well, should we talk good. about? Yeah, the, yeah. Let's move on the, to the even worse movie. Yeah, yeah. You know the, the the remake, that shitty remake um, of LA Takedown. Uh, here is a trailer for Heat from 1995. He's here. I can feel it. You search for the scent of your prey, and then you hunt them down. That's the only thing. Keeps me sharp on the edge where I gotta be. You wanna be making moves on the street? Allow nothing to be in your life that you cannot walk out on in 30 seconds flat if you spot the heat around the corner. Now, my life's a disaster zone because I spend all my time chasing guys like you around the block. I do what I do best. I take scores. You do what you do best, trying to stop guys like me. You've been walking through our life dead. All I am is what I'm going after. From the Godfather to Scent of a Woman. What do we got? From Raging Bull to Goodfellas. Assume they got our phones, assume they got our houses, assume they got us. Their performances have created a legacy of landmark films. I want full surveillance. That's 24 hours, round the clock. We never close open seven days a week. Now, for the first time... America's two most electrifying actors collide. With this guy, there's more cheap you should pass. The bank is worth the risk. You should take it down. 12.2 million. You're up. This crew is good. It ain't worth the risks you take. Like in risk versus reward, baby. You're a fugitive number one with a bullet. I'm double the worst trouble you ever had. If I'm there, I gotta put you away. I won't like it, but I'll tell you, you are going down. What if you do got me boxed in, and I gotta put you down? Because no matter what, you will not get in my way. I will not hesitate for a second. Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Val Kilmer, in a Michael Mann film.
a group of high-end professional thieves start to feel the heat from the LAPD when they unknowingly leave a clue at their latest heist. It's kind of a weird way to describe yeah, this movie. I honestly. think I copied that from IMDb. Uh, I don't know what the weird leave the clue is. I guess Wayne Grove, maybe? I don't know. Wayne Grove? Slick? Slick. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess anyway. the, uh, the guy they didn't, the homeless guy they didn't kill at the beginning. <laughs> Which also, also the homeless guy gives yeah. the wrong information. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a real homeless guy, eh? Again, oh, another it? Michael oh, yeah. Mann thing that he does. Like, if he goes and films a restaurant, that's usually like real staff. waiters and stuff. Well, and, everybody and that was part, part of the uh, the dinner scene. Yeah, that the, the the I guess they shot over a couple days. Everyone that was there got a SAG card from it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, like, even if you were just like a waitress, like a SAG card, like, hmm. oh. What is that? Is that like a scratcher? <laughs> That's some people in, fight for that for yeah. years. And I think that means after that point, don't you get like profits, even though it's so tiny? Or no? No, I don't think oh, so. No? Uh, I thought if you had, anyone that has any speaking role, you get something. But it like I guess at the if diner, you have a speaking role, they don't they don't have speaking roles. But uh, yeah, this movie is just a very mm. an epic um, story of of. You're getting both sides, the criminals and the cops. and It is such a sprawling story from start to finish. You are engaged with everything that's going on. And, and they set it up in a way that um, doesn't make any of them feel cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, does, it, it spells some things out pretty loudly, mm-hmm. you know. You got you got '90s Pacino in here. Not, nothing's going to be too subtle. Oh, I, I love '90s. I love how insane Pacino well, is. Well, he's in supposed this. to be playing. I guess in the original script, yeah. he was sort of coke, coke, right? And uh, but I, I don't care. Like yeah. he's he's so close. I to, do for you, but you don't do for me. <laughs> Come on, he's great in this. Yeah, he's amazing. But you can die walking to your doggy. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's so interesting. Like within a, a year or two, this same shit is. Almost always bad. Yeah. Like, I'm curious where that uh, line passed. Well, I like, think he does the crazy scenes, but he has a yeah. lot of the quiet moments mm-hmm. that I think are some of the best in the movie. Well, uh, whether it's with his wife or whether it's with, uh, you know, obviously the, the famous uh, coffee yeah. scene with De, De Niro. That, uh, it's incredible. But even like, and she's got a great ass! Great ass! But, but that is... Is actually makes sense in the scene. Like now, yeah. it's it's like an example of like see how he overacted. He's actually not. Mm-hmm. He's he's heightened. Yeah. Um, De Niro, on the other hand, is fucking still the the greatest actor in the world because at this point. he is so stoic. But like he has these flares of anger, and that, but are so controlled. There, it's so controlled. There, yeah. there's always like little movements of his mm-hmm. eyes, the way he's walking, the way he like s- says something in a way that you're like, oh fuck, don't fuck with that guy right now. There, I don't want to give anything away. I could just like talk about scenes yeah. in this movie, but when he's talking to uh, uh, the fellow that he sold the bonds from, and they set him up, he's like. I'm just talking to an empty line that's dead oh, on the yeah. other side of this. But I'm like, oh, that is so good. Yeah. I will so say, terrifying. though, for Pacino, mm. without spoiling too much, the, la- the the finale of this film, the last couple minutes, that may be my favorite like Pacino performance, just the look in his yeah. eyes, man. It's so mm-hmm. fucking... No, the, uh, the end, end, like... We'll talk, yeah. I don't I want, spoilers. Spoiler. Yeah, I, we'll, I, we'll talk about it. I, I still, like, think in him in the 70s, he's on a, a different... Yeah, Serpico, he is uh, Dog Day Afternoon yeah. and, and The Godfather. Yes, like, yeah. like he, as an actor, I think he's just like, he, he's like De Niro at that point. Mm. We, we so lived in, can make a subtle mm. move. Here, he's he's a big, giant, scene-stealing guy. But I think this movie but needs so that. memorable. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, it, 
it's it was a lot of the most quotable this. quotable lines are probably you know Pacino's line and everyone knows like the great ass yeah. and like I don't know which actually I think when that's quoted is is kind of terrible it makes me not want to watch this movie uh, like when until I watched this again I was like oh yeah this actually makes sense in the fucking in the context of con- this conversation it's just not him overacting yeah but the way people play it is it's like. This the, like he's already doing kind of bad stuff in like Senate of a Woman and and yeah. And, 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 is this this is pre Senate of a Woman? Yeah, Senate of a Woman's like ninety seven. No, this oh, is okay. so he's already shown like he oh. can go overboard. He's get he gets a facelift before he makes this movie. Like he's he's in a he's not. I like Crazy Pacino. I don't know. Um, like it's fine. He's just not a, as great of an actor. I I would have said. I think he fits this movie like a glove. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is. This is like a perfectly calibrated movie to who he is yeah, in the moment. '90s. He's still a great actor. He's just not like the. He's yeah. not fighting to be the greatest. Like he can only be Al Pacino at this point. Is what mm. I'm trying to say. Yeah. In the '70s, Michael Cor- Corleone, Corleone yeah. uh, like isn't Al Pacino. He's lots of different shades. Like you could imagine him fitting into that role. Yeah. And then same thing with Dog Day or Serpico. Like there, there's a bunch of these ga- examples. By the time he's in the '90s, he's Al Pacino for the rest uh, of, yeah. of his time. Yeah, that that's fair. I did. I guess I just love '90s Pacino. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like he, he's 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 awesome. He doesn't he hasn't like he as I think I said in my letterbox review. He hasn't calcified into like the cream in his Dunkachino yet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which I also love that. But at that point, he's like, yeah, this is what this dude's been doing for a decade. He's yeah. like, he's, he's kind of sucks. Um, uh, it's just it's just interesting how you can take something that's almost about to be, and, and De Niro's the same. De Niro, within five years, is done. Falls apart. But they're so fucking good in this. Mm-hmm. Everybody's so good in this. Yeah. This is Even- a movie that, like, just has this cast like Sprawling. everyone it's it's insane even like beat characters you're like oh shit that's uh who's the guy uh, who played nuke in uh robocop 2 he's the guy who's sitting in the wheelchair like it's all just floating in the atmosphere oh tom noonan i just know how oh, to tom noonan. Yeah, yeah. he is so good like he has like two lines in this movie yeah, yeah. john voight like he's in it for maybe what yeah. 10 minutes he's so good like william uh is it fit fit yeah, yeah, he's 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 fun this too. Yeah, because he's always slimy. He's perfectly cast. It's Tom Sizemore, yeah. who he's one of these guys. Like I like him in every role I've seen him, but I don't like him for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I, I think he like yeah. I think he is, he's he's really good. He's in a guy this. that in real yeah. life is known as like doing a lot of drugs and beating women and yeah. shit. Like in, in his and sex even video, in, like, in, like Saving Private Ryan. Like I like him. I just don't know yeah. why. I well, you get well, uh, he's good as like that kind of yeah, badass yeah. character. He's not a guy you'd probably want to hang out with mm. outside, but he does that role well, right? Uh, Ted Levine, who oh, this yeah. is the first time I know this is crazy. This is the yeah. first time I put it together. That's the fucking Buffalo Bill, Buffalo yeah, Bill. from Silence of the Limbs. And we, and I was thinking, like, you know, he would have been a great wing girl. And they were and trying to right. cast him. Yeah, as... he was trying to. They were trying to get him, and he's like, ah, I want to get away from that. Can I yeah, be the cop? Yeah, that makes but, sense. Like, it's just again, he's a character that you can almost say is wasted because he didn't have that much to do. But no, he's perfect for the little mm-hmm. bit that he has. Val Kilmer, fucking greatness. Yeah. Who Val Kilmer? So he's yeah. coming off of he's he's filming Batman or coming off of Batman Forever. 
He's uh, filming, I think, I think still occasionally yeah, filming. Yeah, I of think that. he's, but one of the biggest stars at the time, I guess he, yeah. this is Danny Trail talks it. Ah, he told me he turned 40 million down for yeah. the new Batman film. Uh, but yeah, I guess like, because he didn't want to wear a mask all the time. And then Danny Trail was like, you wear a mask most of this movie. It's probably because, <laughs> well, from what I was heard, yeah. he didn't want to do Batman Robin because he didn't want to, he couldn't skate or didn't want to be on skating because there's a lot of shit where he has to Batman fucking as his bat skates in that movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, th- this film, I guess, like, um, yeah, his agent really didn't want him to do it. He's too big for this. They can't pay enough. And I guess he kind of, he says, well, you know, if you put me on the poster in between Pacino yeah. and De Niro, and I want to be able to, you know, call them, uh, what's the nickname? Alan Bob. Alan Bob. Yeah. And so that's why he does this. He, he probably knew that, you know, this yeah. is going to be a huge movie. It's going to, and it, it's so fucking good. And like Val Kilmer, like he goes above and the beyond. When it comes to the training, I guess they use... His uh, oh, that loading the clip or in the bank as as a, an example how to yeah. like use your well, gun properly I, and I guess it was from his father and his grandfather yeah, always was, being yeah. around guns but also from Juilliard where they 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 had a gun session this Val Kilmer or yeah. like Michael Mann did this Mike, uh, Michael Kilmer. Mann's a big gun guy too yeah because this, this is like know. they show this it's like they suppressing fire move up suppressing fire I was uh, me and my buddy James Richards we. Uh, we got drunk one night. And we were watching this movie, and I'm like, "Oh, it's fucking!" Uh, I was naming every actor. Like, you know this movie a lot. Like, yeah. He's like, "Now check this scene out. You see this? That suppressing fire is how you would actually do this if you were." Yeah, they've, in, like, the they've shown it as army. A, yeah. as, as yeah. examples of uh, it's insane, right? How you should yeah. do it. What, so, a couple little things uh, we'll talk a little. But I, I guess another like j- people that were up for the, the the lead roles was Jeff Bridges. Again, man wants to work yeah. with Jeff Bridges. Hey, he hasn't worked with Jeff Bridges yet, right? I don't know no. if that ever happened. Uh, Nick Nolte, Harrison Ford, and Mel Gibson. But the the always he wanted Alan yeah. Bob. Yeah. Well, I think he got he got De Niro, and De Niro's the one that like showed the script to Pacino, and then got him, and, and he's like, yeah, this looks fucking mm. awesome. Uh, and they, and and everybody like the famous thing is they yeah. never had acted together together, yeah, even though they yeah were in Godfather two, and even the well, there's a big. There was a big, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, conspiracy that they people think that they never actually filmed that the coffee scene together because the way he filmed it, it's one camera behind uh, Pacino's head and you see De Niro and you only see him from behind and another from oh. things. So if you look, you, there's never, never one the shot, shot. Where together, like the end, the of end. course, but the coffee yeah. scene, there's, there's not one shot. And then the car there isn't. In the, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I guess that was a big conspiracy for years until he, they talk about it on the documentary when the DVD came out and they show like, no, we did. Here's a screenshot of the two of them together. And I think if you go to that coffee, it, it's unfortunately closed now. But I think they used to have uh, they you, had a still yeah, photo. You could, yeah. And, and you could pick to sit there. Or it is kind of interesting. <laughs> you have the two biggest actors. and You never have them in the same frame because the mm-hmm. way he wanted to film it, he wanted to have them go off each other. And no, he didn't want them practicing that scene. So it's all natural when they're doing that together. And it's just camera here and here. So you you don't have to do all these cuts. Um, Listen, which, that scene is so good. Like you can't uh, fault anything. That, that about might be this. again. Yeah. If I'm picking favorite scene of all time, yeah. it's uh, it's up there for me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've talked about my love for this film. To me, I I struggle talking about films I love because it's just me raving. I love this. Scene. I this, do like this a, is almost a perfect a movie question for, for me. you, fellas. Robert De Niro's girl. He's working at the bookstore. She has an accent, and I cannot place that accent anywhere. Uh, is this a choice or is that a natural uh, dialect? She's oh. where she says she where she's coming from. Uh, no and, idea. Uh, and I've Amy, some state, a, a, yeah. Amy, Amy Brennerman. Because uh, that's not her actual accent. Is she putting that on? No, she doesn't talk like. Well, 
she doesn't talk like that in where I've seen her mm-hmm. bef- previously. But yeah, it seems like such a weird choice to do. But <gasps> they talk about her yeah. backstory and where she comes yeah. from, and yeah. it's it, I I feel like it's not New York. S- no, it's it's not Southern, but it's like Northern yeah, Southern or something. Yeah. We could probably look this up. I, yeah. I feel bad. Yeah. She, I, th- I think she's quite good in this. It's it yeah. just like the accent is either a choice or like uh, because it sounds like John Favreau's girlfriend in Swingers. And I'm like, oh. she has the same accent. I'm like, so maybe they're from. I'm curious because it's got to be some sort of. I think she's putting it on. Like I don't think that's her actual natural. Inflection. Unless that's and now she puts mm-hmm. on a different accent. Yeah, um, and that's a romance that could kind of come off cheesy because she sees him in the bookstore. Mm-hmm. They're they're at the diner. She talk, she asks him, and it's great where he's kind of like confrontational, like what the fuck are you asking about yeah. me about? Like he thinks yeah. maybe she could be a cop or something, and but then you know they it all just feels natural. And then they, she they hesitates really for cheesy. a second, and then yeah. kind of the way he talks, yeah. The I love everything about that except uh, the only thing I don't uh, love about their scenes is there's one the green scene screen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never noticed that until this time before. I noticed yeah. it right away. It was like, yeah. what is wrong yeah. with the background here? Mm-hmm. It's because he wanted that. Yeah, it's weird because he's famous for getting that shit naturally. Like, I wonder why well, he didn't do it. Well, there's some weird shit in the movie next week, Collateral, that we'll talk about that mm-hmm. he does in, in, like, makes weird choices about mm-hmm. how he shoots things to. I, I, like, because he wants perfection, so he believes the new technology can get him there. That that was the one yeah. thing that just because it's beautiful, like the mm-hmm. their faces and the light on their faces, and then what's wrong? Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, are they in a a studio all of a sudden? And then I was like, they can't be yeah, in a studio. I, I did notice. That. And then I read afterward, they've shot nothing on a studio, and it was only uh, moments before you guys sh- showed up. I was like, oh, it was. It, I read that it was green screen. Yeah. Uh, I do like like again, he's great at doing that stuff, but yeah, that one doesn't work it feels unnatural you can tell there's so something a, a very there. minor th- thing yeah. that, that but but also like when i he said, really highlights it like he holds that mm-hmm. shot for a while so you kind of look when i said this is almost a perfect film that's maybe what stops it but <laughs> yeah. is that actually the your little yeah <laughs> is it <laughs> yeah um everything else yeah i i that that would like that that kind of like that bothers me I, I do love that like Every side character, though, you feel like even some of them might only have a couple of dialogue. You know, like, I know this whole character's story from the mm-hmm. little bit they have. Like, uh, what's it? Is it Dennis Haysbert? Is that that yeah, actor? Den- yeah, he, his is great. Like, he's he's only in this bit party. He's just got out of prison. He's trying to get a job. Him he's and his girlfriend. Yeah. Like, maybe two minutes they kind of, like, focus on him. But you feel you so know, bad. Yeah, you know his whole story. Like, yeah. I, I guess my only, my only kind of... Uh, Hiccup with this is is with Wingrove a bit. Oh, really? With the serial killing stuff, it doesn't really go. Yeah, like it's the one thread that I feel like they didn't quite get to lean into it because it goes nowhere. Uh, like it ends up being a dead end. Uh, but you do get that fucking emotional scene with Pacino finding yeah. the body and with the the mother. That's totally. So like I, I think that's there. I just don't think they they actually like. It, I think you just want to show that this guy's like. The most demonic, evil yeah. bastard. I don't ever. think. Like, I think you you could probably. Yeah. Like, you could either do that less, or you you need one more. Like, I think I don't know. I think you need something with. Because I was watching the, the Becky, and she or, said the same thing. Like, he is so fucking frightening. Like, he haunts your dreams after yeah. that point. I, I think it's. But you talk about realism in his, mm-hmm. uh, in man's movies, and I think this uh, up until the last shot, which may, uh, which I think is brilliant as well, and it's. That's pure cinema. The yeah. la- last section is pure cinema. 
that's that's great. He mm. he abandons realism for the for the perfect for the shootout. perfect yeah per, perfect shootout, and it's great. Uh, the Wayne Grove stuff uh, a little bit uh, feels like he's just evil incarnate thing that like no one is evil incarnate everybody has shades mm-hmm. we talked about that with james con the other week like this is just supposed to be a guy that we want to die yeah yeah and and it's it's a minor minor thing but if i had to pick one thing that that kept like when the serial killer i was like oh i forgot this was in this but even when he does the trail like he is such a fucking sinister yeah he sucks Dude. but like yeah. what's What's the other side? What's where does this go? Why is he doing these things? Like, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, I, yeah, maybe just to keep him in the story or something. Yeah, and I think the, the it's a little bit under like again, we're nitpicking here, yeah. but that's the only <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if you yeah, say the I green see, screen, I see, I see what you're saying. Um, but yeah, I don't know, I, I don't mind that just because I think that the fuck, I think that some, yeah, the scene with the prostitute is so scary. Like, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, like it, it, like I don't necessarily have a problem with any of the scenes it was the one thing that kind of stuck out to yeah. me like i thought about it when that i was like i must have forgot about a, a subplot mm. and that subplot never doesn't really co- d- but doesn't again happen. there is so much going on in this movie to add more information would have been uh, it's very difficult insane. like we, we talked about it yeah. before we got into the actual Even, episode uh, who, who is the uh, fella who they stole the bonds from what is that fellow's name that's uh, william even that story is like wow that's so convoluted how he gets there but like if you're paying attention, well, like, I love Roger that guy Vance is like this big rich businessman. Yeah. He's this cocky motherfucker. He's gonna rip him off. Yeah. And then that scene with the foam where he says, uh, "Is a dead man. dead man." The the look on oh, his yeah. face yeah. is so good. And I love that. Like next time you see him, his fucking office is all disheveled. Yeah. He, he hasn't, hasn't shaven. He hasn't yeah. left. Like, yeah, I, I think that, that's. And that's I so forgot great. that was the one sh- uh, action sequence when. Van Zant sends his the, minions the theater? Yeah. To, yeah. to go kill them in the drive. I I totally forgot about that scene, and it is so good. It is, it's yeah, a okay. great action suspense, thrilling sequence. Um, it, yeah, I love all that. I love Rollins as his fucking henchman. <laughs> uh, and I love all the dimensions that, like, again, we're getting from the cops, but also the criminals. Like even Val Kilmer, you're seeing like his life where he's got this gambling problem. Yeah, right? He's got this wife that he loves, but she's cheating on and him. And she's her backstory yeah. with a, a few lines of dialogue when she gets taken to the safe house mm-hmm. to try to get her husband, Chris Val Kilmer's mm-hmm. character. Yeah. You get her whole backstory in a few yeah. lines. Mm-hmm. Just Unbelievable writing. Yeah. yeah, yes, so good. Actually, Judd is also yeah. fantastic in this. In this. I, I think, yeah, again, I, I think everyone is in. You get a young Natalie Portman, mm-hmm. which, again, a fucking great scene uh, where Al Pacino finds her in oh, the, the yeah. top. Oh, yeah. That like, is uh, disturbing. The right? one, Even the, the, the scene after that he has with the wife after is yeah. so good. And it's kind of like, like... Where did she come from, too, that actress? Because yeah. she's in nothing, mm-hmm. and she's quite good yeah. in this. I, I guess Madeline uh, Stowe almost played her character, which yeah. I can see as mm-hmm. as well. But like, she's she's excellent. Yeah. The question I was actually asked watching this movie: How did Natalie Portman end up in his bathroom at the hotel? Yeah, there's there's a little bit of a, a like he just moved there hours ago, and, and she said she chose you. Yeah. Which seems like was she killing herself to? No, she chose you because she wanted like she, I think felt most comfortable around you is what. Yeah, I like he that. he. You know, there's shit like her story is that like her dad is kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah and and Al Pacino's keeps, kind of and like, she's kind of a, a mental breakdown. Like you can see where Probably. he picks yeah. her up yes, in the in the police exactly. which again yeah. it's a small scene, but just the way she looks at him, the way she talks she to her buddy, there, you have to that have that there. scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the, the, that's another one of those scenes where if you're watching the movie and you're you're not actually looking at the whole picture, that seems like 
superfluous. Mm. Like, why, why add this? But did she to say fuck you for leaving my mom? No. Or was that like a, I want to die in your arms? Like, what was why? Or was, I want you to save me? I, I don't know. Like, yeah, it, yeah. this seems like an odd choice for her to be at that hotel room. I, I, the hotel room, like, yeah, that, that that's that's something else. I was but, like, why yeah. would she be here? But yeah, yeah, I, 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 I get I, it thematically. So yeah. I think it, it it didn't like stick out as much. I, I did want to mention, I guess, people that were almost in Val Kilmer's role. It seemed like a lot of people were almost cast. You know, Brad Pitt's name was thrown out there. Keanu, uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he actually yeah. turned it down because he wanted to do theater, Hamlet, Hamlet theater, which yeah. is <laughs> Keanu Reeves doing Hamlet. I'm glad Keanu Reeves is fine. Val Wait. Kilmer is perfect in this role. Yeah. I don't think Keanu Reeves has no. skills. Dracula Definitely not at that 94? time. Uh, ninety four, ninety three, or ninety two, okay. maybe even. Yeah, like, yeah, no. Mm. Um, and uh, the other one was Johnny Depp, but his asking price, I guess, was too high. Also, uh, yeah, I don't see him in that either. Yeah, he, both of they seem too young. Like uh, Brad Pitt, I could have seen. Yeah, I yeah. could see Brad. But I'm trying to think, what was Brad Pitt doing around that time? Was that seven? Legends of the Fall? Uh, yeah, he would have been seven and 12 Monkeys. Well, I thought okay. seven was like 96. 95. Yeah. Huh? Oh, wow. They're all, it would be the same yeah. year. He would have had the greatest year yeah. of all time if he somehow snuck that in. Like, Brad Pitt is great when he is not... The the main guy. <laughs> yeah. And I actually like Brad Brad Pitt's hit to miss ratio is is, yeah. is pretty high. He's kinda yeah. like Robert Redford where eh, a lot of these movies aren't my favorite yeah. of all time, but I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy this yeah. Robert Redford movie. Yeah. Um so but yeah, I, I think I think you got Kilmer coming out uh, like this is you know, he just did Tombstone, he's done Batman, he's doing mm-hmm. gonna do the Saint and I don't know, like He's this a, is probably him and his peak. Yeah, yeah. Kilmer. Um, this is probably the he is the peak. So good in this too, right? Yeah. Like when yeah. kind of like even when he's picking up the uh, the uh, dynamite from the. Uh, thing, oh yeah, kinda, oh, and yeah, yeah, he he doesn't have a lot of mm-hmm. scenes of dialogue, but again, what he does have, he does so much mm-hmm. with that. Like again, he's all of so them good. are great, uh, yeah. and this is again why I think De Niro is so good in this movie and and maybe underrated is they do so much with so little. Like, yeah. De Niro doesn't. Now he's got, of course, that scene with Pacino, which yeah, all timer. But uh, he said to Pacino when they were doing that last, the last scene, no words. Yeah, yeah. He knew again, you don't need yeah. that again. One of my favorite finales ever. Yeah, the Which finale we'll hit like the finale. Come, uh, I, I don't know. I'm wrapped up in the movie. I haven't seen this in a long time, and. Man, that final shot, I yeah. forgot how it holds there. And and the Moby song kicks on. Yeah, uh, the, the Moby song, which I forgot that was Moby. Yeah. I don't even know if I realized that was Moby. I thought it was the arrangement before. That's the greatest thing Moby, Moby's yeah. ever done yeah. or ever will do. Yeah. It fucking, my whole body just had goosebumps. And it just like reverberates through, throughout the whole mm-hmm. movie and everything that these guys are and, and, and were... It, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It, now, it is one of the greatest uh, achievements yeah. in yeah. cinema yeah, ever. I, I agree. Now, have you guys seen? Um, so, Elliot Goldenthal did the, the score in this, which is, it's a great score. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen the uh, the original? His original. I guess he did a score for that final. It, it's scene. in. Is it in Michael Collins? It is. Yeah, he, they end up using it in my. It's it's pretty much the exact because I guess he did the score for Michael Mann's Public Enemies. It's very close to the. Have you seen Public Enemies? Yes. It's very close to the score that's used uh, during that finale, which I think, again, is a fucking 
amazing finale, the way the music comes on. It's pretty much similar to that, but you can find it on YouTube. Uh, I recommend checking it out. Someone took it, I guess he released it, and someone added it to the final scene. It, it's quite good, too. Like, it's really good, and you're yeah. like, this is perfection, and then the Moby, no, that's even better. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, if you didn't get Moby, that would have been really fucking great, too. It's yeah. crazy that you could have two scores that are that good for that finale i, I don't know and you it's need it checking out yeah uh, the the music isn't very important and yeah. uh, i think with moby's you get all these kind of other kind of granular synth things that are mm-hmm. happening in the background i just thought it was part of the score i thought wow th- like how amazing that you would have come up with this <laughs> and well, i think yeah. that it was else. supposed to open the film i believe and he had another song for the finale and then Michael Mann's like, no, this is going to fit. And yeah, I just can't see anything else. Like that. Moby so also weird. is fairly unknown at this point. Yeah. Which yeah, is, I guess, yeah, 95. Wouldn't, this wouldn't, isn't, but this it's pre-play. Pre-play, yeah. yeah. Um, like probably still more known than we realized because we were yeah. young. But uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, that, that it, it hits me the, the, like a ton of bricks. And you've got some of the best action sequences mm-hmm. ever. And again, it's another movie like Thief where We're like... We're not talking about the bank sequence. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get into that. We'll get that. It's like Thief, though, where like Robert De Niro could just be the villain and you want to root for Al Pacino. Like, Robert De Niro, you, that fucking He's not good. Is. He's not a good guy. No, no, like, no but he, cops, you still but like him. You still, yeah. Like yeah, like you want to see him get away, yeah. right? Like, I guess... In a sense. And you also respect his professionalism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that became good at something, and there are rules to how you do this thing, and he doesn't waver, and he believes in them, and because of that, you're okay with it. Mm-hmm. It's okay that he kills those people because... Well, he's and he's not happy that he had to, right? Like No, because that wasn't something... But he no. knows he has to do it yeah. because some there rule was broken. Rules. Yeah. yeah. It's actually an L.A. takedown in that scene. One of the masks gets knocked off the character, and that's why they have to oh. kill him. I like this version No, this is, <laughs> this is so cheap, like, yeah, doing that. that. Yeah. That's, this version makes it. It's like, no, he's that good. Because at this point, why does it matter? Why leave someone alive? So mm. I, I like that, uh, that um, take on it much better. Um, yeah, again, like we could just go for scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, Let's talk about the shootout. I, I was talking, this could have been our 150th episode because we could talk about this movie for like four hours. Yeah. It's that fucking good. And like, it's so influential on like the movies I love. Like, this is top 10, I think, for me. I, I just love that like every character hits me on some emotional mm-hmm. level. Like, I want to see Val Kilmer's relationship work out and mm-hmm. I want to see Robert De Niro day with the woman i want to see al pacino work out his his issues with his wife but you know none of this is meant to yeah. be you know mm-hmm. what i mean like al pacino says it like you know that that is my life like that i you know and and she and then she comments yeah i get your leftovers but it kind of is like that's his life is hunting down and he can't come home with all this terrible shit he's seeing there's like this great whole die again there's so much good dialogue right? i'm not, not going to try quoting but yeah it, it's so good there's some really good stuff with him and his wife that's why like yes he does we get that over the top '90s Pacino, but you get some really quiet moments. Which well, I think, really I, stand I think, out I think that's the difference at this point. Yeah, where he's he was still doing. He was able to rein it, even though he's Al Pacino when he's doing those moments. Yeah, like there's no other person. Yeah. He's Al Pacino. He's able to bring it down, mm-hmm. and, and 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 he hasn't been able to do that until the last maybe five years. He's brought that back with Once mm-hmm. Upon a Time mm-hmm. and The Irishman and and a few mm-hmm. other things where now he plays at a, uh, a lower register again. I think you need the right director for him now. Like, if you get a director that he respects, he's gonna... I think also he's just... He's, like, he's 80 years old. Yeah. Like, he probably can't play... 
10 all the time. It's got to be hard, especially if you're acting for, say, like, we'll say 60 years. Who are you at that point? Like, how do what, you... Uh, what actor yeah. that's, like, in his mid-50s at that point is like, yeah, face facelift. That's what I yeah. need. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, like, supposed to be this huge thespian. Yeah. Um, and that's why it's so weird when you watch Godfather 1, Godfather 2, and Godfather 3. And Godfather 3, I've always been a semi-apologist for. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's as bad it's, as it's made out to yeah, be. Yeah, it's not. I think it's just because it comes off of those two films. If that was a standalone, you'd be like, yeah, that's a decent crime movie. But he is not Michael Corleone. No, it, yeah, he's, he's very Al over the top. He's Al Pacino that by that point. Yeah, that, Something that happened. performance, so he's like at an 11 in that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but it's it's so weird how like yeah. that he went from a guy that could be this chameleon because I think in Godfather one and two it's not the Al Pacino, Pacino show it's France for Coppola you got Marlon yeah. Brando you got De Niro by the time it's three it's the Al Pacino movie but like, even yeah. if it wasn't like he would be Al Pacino by that point like something changes because he becomes yeah. like the biggest star ever whereas I think the other movies he was he was a big star but he was still like. Trying to, he was still trying to prove himself. I think by Godfather Maybe. three, well, everyone knows who Well, Al there's 15 is. years in between those movies. When did Godfather three come out? 88. Something. Yeah, it's 90. Was it 90? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Godfather three is 90 or 91. Yeah. So I, I haven't yeah. seen. Apparently, Coppola did a new cut of that. I'm kind of curious. Yeah. There's uh, there uh, that came out this year. Yeah. I, I'd be interested in doing a Godfather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be that'd be uh, at some point. Epic. So. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. So the, you. We should talk about the most famous scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Bud Court? The coffee scene? <laughs> <laughs> but, Bud Court getting pushed over. Yeah, yeah. No, he doesn't get pushed over. Like, no, I, I take 20, 25% goes back to me. That's how it works. Yeah. You go anywhere else. I tell him, like, well, you the, robbed me. You stole from me. That's at the end, saying. he gets pushed over. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, listen. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're a big Bud Court fan. I understand. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, the bank robbery scene oh. is, is, like, it's influenced every action sequence. Okay. I'm going to go back to the before the bank robbery scene. There's a scene where they're all like having dinner and enjoying each other's company. Yeah. At that point, you see everyone has like sons and daughters, and like mm-hmm. even like Tom Sizemore's character has like a daughter he's hanging out with, and he's he's a family man. They're all family fellas with except wives. for De Niro. Yeah, mm-hmm. De Niro's the only guy who's not. Fast forward to this bank robbery scene, like the shit that Tom Sizemore does to that kid is like, yeah. oh, wow, you show like he is just trying to get out. From this, these, these guys situation. have one, uh, and I, th- I think it's a good choice. Mm. Uh, of course, it is from man where they're going semi-automatic. They don't care about where their firearms are yeah, going, yeah. and all the cops are shooting. Now, it, would this happen? I don't know. Yeah, uh, cops it, would be like, "Who gives a fuck?" Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of feel like that's actually what Especially would happen. There was, I, know, I was going to say, color people. But <laughs> I don't, don't want to start attacking police, but but really, uh, there's they're shooting. To not, the yeah. cops are yeah. shooting to not hit anybody. But just you see how desperate these guys—they'll do anything mm. to survive, mm. and that's how they've gotten to their ladder. Yeah. You put on them in the, the corner; they're gonna. Yeah. What? Well, well, one thing I read too, which you don't. It, again, another thing they don't really mention. But I guess. Um, uh, sorry, what's his what's his name? We were just talking about that had the girls hostage. Which Tom, Tom, Sizemore? Tom Sizemore. Sizemore. I guess his character—he has all these tattoos, and it's supposed to be like to hide. He used to be a druggie. Uh, but now the 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 heists are the the high. That's yeah. the, that's that what was his the juice story. He yeah. was the juice. He wasn't in yeah, that for the money. He even he says that like the, when they're deciding, yeah. he's like, "No, oh, man, like this is." So you, you kind of get that again. Maybe that other story you don't know about, but you definitely get mm-hmm. that 
the heists are what excites well, even him. Even uh, Tone the Loke was talking about him like like he just was in it for the juice. He wants like a high. I love that Tone Loke is in this movie too. <laughs> it's fucking insane, right? He had a, a run there, blank check into yeah. Heat. That guy's on fire. I'm Who telling you. Tell he what, he sang the wild thing. She liked to wow. do the wild thing. I just I was trying to figure out who you keep on mentioning Bud Court, who he is. So he's the guy working in the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay. Um, yeah, this movie every uh, side character is a, is somebody a star. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hank Azaria wouldn't even mention. Yeah, right. Well, we talked about him reacting. Uh, he's to- he's kind of funny in this too. Where like at first, like it seems like maybe he's a nice guy. She's trying to get away from you know the Val Kilmer. Yeah, he's but then like just, as soon as like yeah, that guy fucking he just wants to so plug quickly. that great ass. Yeah. Well, well, th- you this, see what a douche he is. This this uh, it connects to our birdcage episode, right? <laughs> uh, I think so. Because they were shooting at the same time. He was shooting the birdcage. I'll get out of here. Yeah. Uh, oh, we did. We we didn't mention uh, us doing the bird. Jeremy Piven as uh, he's in there. Oh too, yeah, as, uh, as a doctor. A doctor. This is early oh. Jeremy Piven role, I believe. Kind of early. Which I think there's a deleted scene that's in the trailer, and again, it's in the original LA takedown where he pretty much says like, "Oh well, you're gonna pay me like three times extra, right? Because you guys are hot right now, you know, criminals." And he's like, "I'll pay you for the fucking three times the amount." But that means you get three times the trouble that if he doesn't, uh, this doesn't work out and he dies, I'm coming after you or something, which would have kind of I yeah. guess, been a cool line. I guess there's going to be a TV cut or there's deleted scenes or whatever. And Michael Mann made a deal with NBC to do. They were going to play this big three hour epic and he was going to allow ah. them to put 20 minutes back into the movie. But then they screwed him over and put the money thing, but then made him remove 40 minutes. Uh, so he's like, fuck that. And he actually removed doo, his name. <laughs> so it's Fuck not, you. It's, it's not yeah. his name. It's directed by like some pseudo name. If you, wa- if pseudo, you watch uh, the, TD, the TV uh, cut, apparently. Oh, he puts, uh, uh, he takes his name off of it. Yeah. Interesting. Because uh, he's like, you know, I guess he already had LA takedown where he had to cut out half the movie. And we saw how that yeah, worked out. I can out. imagine taking I mean, again, I guess there is filler you could take out, but I think that it would remove some of the yeah, fun tidbits yeah. about it. Like, I, sure, you yeah. could remove Dennis Habert's character and actually LA takedown. Does that? It's like the, the driver leaves, and all of a sudden the next scene they got this guy, and you're like, "Where the fuck did he come right. from?" Yeah, um, you don't need to know his thing, but I think like I, I it adds so much yeah, to know these little guys, uh, like to, to know these characters. Yeah, like what their story is. That again, you can get just by these couple minutes mm-hmm. uh, with them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys? Should we just give our scores? Like I can just I don't. Go on. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't think I have any. Uh, uh, there's spoilers? no spoilers. Yeah, like we were like this is a movie you can talk about too and not really get give anything into away. The, like we don't need to talk about the very end and what happens, right? Yeah. You, you, you. Let me see if I had anything that I needed to say. No, I, I think we cannot talk. I, I just I, 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 can I just talk about the ending? <laughs> can, of can LA? you say uh, one thing? A <laughs> uh, boy. <laughs> I'm talking about the ending of LA Takedown. Then oh, okay, and so I'm not going to spoil what happens in this LA Takedown. He's at the door of Wayne Girl. Wayne Girl says, let me go get my jacket. The cops actually pull up. They're at this end of the hallway while, while the character's there. And Wayne Girl fucking shoots him and kills the character outside the door. And then it ends. He dies. Oh. And then the cops come in and arrest Wayne Girl. Or Wayne Girl uh, the, ends up going flying out the window somehow. Um, man, that would have not been. It's so no, like, anticlimactic. Yeah. <laughs> like it, the whole, the whole mo- this whole movie... Yeah. Is the two characters and the two mm-hmm. sides of the law, but how similar they are. Like, you need to end it the way this movie yeah. ends. Like, I think 
just having him die by Wayne Grove kind of takes away terrible. Yeah. yeah, like everything that is great about this film, like. It, it it makes the, the coffee scene. Trying just to not anything. pay attention whenever you're talking about this other movie because it's just like it's fucking it's, it's, it's a very inter- it's interesting to watch again. The same reason I like watching the original Justice League, any of that kind of stuff. I always find it fascinating how you go from that to this. Um, one thing we didn't mention though is that I guess this is somewhat based on uh, two real a real criminal and a real cop. I guess Michael Mann, uh, one of the cops that he did a lot of mo- like working with the movies uh, mm-hmm. supervisor, you know, going over what's real and stuff. And, and that this, the, there was a, a real criminal. Um, the, the coffee scene did take place. Um, and then the, the scene where they were going to arrest him, but one of the cops uh, makes a noise when they're in the bin. Oh, and they really? Walk out. So that was, that was uh, a real thing. And, and the criminal did end up getting shot and killed. I'm not sure if it was by this guy. Um, yeah. I think, I think that's why like, even Wayne girl was based mm-hmm. on a real guy. This, uh, this goes to another, and, and Wayne Grove who plays him, didn't Kevin Gage go to a, Jail? Yeah. Oh, did he? And apparently there's something about that, like, people thought he was that character, so, like, they were yeah. afraid of him or something. Or... Oh, awesome. Good for him. <laughs> what, 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 what did he go to jail for is the question I'm wondering. Like, tax evasion he's or back, like He's back know. out now. I think it was yeah. in 2003 or something for a year or two he was in. Yeah, I think he went to t- for two years, so it must have been something. Because yeah, I watched a few movies with him, like, uh, later, like, I think he's Kelly Preston's ex-husband. What? Yeah, <laughs> um, Anyways, uh, yeah, what ratings, I guess, then, if we don't have any... Spoilers. I, I gotta go ten. Like this movie is yeah. insane. Like I, I, I can't. Yeah. I have no flaws with it. Like there's a, such a few, but I think this might be one of the most perfect movies I've ever seen. I'm, I'm going ten as well, which I never wow. do. Oh <laughs> my god. I, I felt bad going ten, but now I, I don't. I, I was about to say if if, if Again, Kyle, it's, it's not perfect, it, but it's 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 no close yeah, ten is around yeah, enough, yeah, right? Yeah. Ten. If if you think it's something is is. Uh, is ninety eight. This is a I always say my top three favorite films: Jaws, Braveheart. This. If I had yet a gun in my head, if I have to choose one, it is Heat. Heat is probably my favorite movie of all time. Oh wow, crazy! Um, Uh, Amazing movie. I'm not going to go ten. I'm going to go nine point five. Okay. So it's a super maniac. Super maniac. Okay. Is there a term if we all go ten? Because I don't think this is ever going to happen. But is there like? I think the fact that we all went nine over nine is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah I think uh, I don't think that's ever happened, right? Rear window, maybe, possibly, maybe. Yeah, yeah I think rear window is the only other one that's kind of super maniac. Yeah, we called. I think we called that a super maniac yeah. as well. well that's yeah. why, there's something in my head that says we have a super maniac, so yeah. it, it must exist. Yeah, this movie. This movie's so fucking good. Like. If you haven't seen it, watch it and then watch it again. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't, like, for me, it was uh, like watching it anew. It, mm. it was quite a, an experience. And yeah, I can't believe you haven't watched it all that time, man. Like, this it, is one it, I can watch. I watched legitimately every years. twenty mm. twenty years. Uh, yeah. Oh no, no, probably probably nineteen years. Nineteen years since I last oh, saw oh, that wow. movie. Um, so, but like, I'd seen it. Yeah, no. I remember uh, the VHS. Every time that like um, uh, scene in the diner happens, I actually like got up to change the VHS because oh, it's yeah. so ingrained. Like, oh no, I have a DVD now. Like, uh, <laughs> Blu-ray. I guess I watched this movie the entire. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I remember being at somebody's yeah. uh, house and having to do the same thing. I had watched this on like, but th- this is the best, you know. Oh yeah. Experience and and I I've now we've talked about on the show I've occasionally been burned by things I loved as oh yeah, yeah, yeah. as a kid and was, yeah. ironically heat didn't burn you not even close yeah I hope you ran out <laughs> and bought this on on Blu-ray or, or I'm, I'm I think I'll probably pick up Heat Tension 
Yeah. 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 That's a sequel. That's yeah. a 4K release in Canada for you folks. Yeah, no? yeah. Uh, well, but, you, do, you do get the blue. Actually, that, there's, some debate, there's some debate there. Because um, so they released this, Warner Brothers released it 2009, and then um, Fox put it out uh, 2017, and it, it's the colors are different. And so mm-hmm. Michael Mann is kind of fucked with it. Michael Mann likes to do this. He edits two small lines that you won't even notice, and the color is uh, different. So it's really, there's people that like the 2009 Blu-ray, there's people that like the 4K transfer. The 4K transfer is probably better than the 2017 transfer. But if you buy the 4K, you do get the 2017 transfer and the disc with all the extras. But I, I kept my 2009 Blu-ray. It also has a sweet steel book with that great cover, yeah. which unfortunately, the, the cover on the 4K, not, not so, so great. much. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's still. So the, there's some debate, which is the best way to watch it. I, the 4K is probably overall still the best, even if the colors are dulled down. I don't know. I wish he would stop doing that. Um, lots of Mohicans. He's fucking done like three or four edits of that. Um, yeah, he likes to yeah, fuck it. Michael, not... Miami Vice has two cuts. Again, like this is, uh, and we'll talk about it with a movie next week where I think sometimes he's got a little bit of George Lucas in him where he, he believes in the new technology a, a little, little bit too much, too much than yeah. he should. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, the only thing I had for trivia, I don't have much. I had a budget of $60 million and made 187.4. So pretty big success. Uh, three times as budget for more than time. I would have thought. For yeah, whatever me reason. too. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a three-hour yeah. already. Yeah. But it, strangely, though, it actually opened up opening weekend, kind of cool, just before my just before our birthday, right, December fifteenth. Um, but it opened up at number three. It didn't even open up at number oh, one. Wow. Uh, Jumanji was ahead of yeah. it. Yeah. Better movie. Yeah. I like Jumanji, but <laughs> uh, and Toy Story. But I think they had been out for yeah, a while. Listen, I don't think they yeah. were opening weekend so like I. Different De- time. December yeah. 15th, all like the schools are going to the movies for like an afternoon matinee. It makes sense why. I think I saw Jumanji and Toy Story in theaters. I I think I did as well. Yeah. yeah. Which school? Like, did not see Heathen Theaters. No. No, me neither. I, I really wanted to see Heathen Theaters. Yeah, they played it in Toronto like a year or two ago. Oh, yeah? and I missed it. Uh, and, they, and they had it oh, yeah, at the Playhouse. Yeah, yeah. They also had Thief at no, the Playhouse. Oh, that would have been a good one to Both see. Both of these would have been time. great. Yeah. Thief maybe even... Possibly better just because it's not so fucking long in that that tangerine dream score. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the shootout I'd love to see. Yeah, like the, yeah. The, so all I'm at a super maniac level so far. Mm. This yeah. is this is a crazy start. Yeah. To I told you, Michael Mann, man. Michael Mann, man. Uh, <laughs> man, man mind uh, you, baby. his the, his newer we'll, stuff might not work we'll, as we'll much talk, for you. Well, I guess next week we'll Miami talk. Miami Vice is very divisive. Collateral seems to have a, a big fan base, but Miami Vice and Public Enemies are the two that are very divisive. I fucking love them, but I know people that find them don't love them at all. Like I remember uh, thinking Public Enemies was good. Like, mm-hmm. but like it, I almost have no impression of that movie. Mm-hmm. I say I love it. But, so, yeah. but I haven't watched it. I saw I th- it in but I think your opinion is more of the norm. Uh, there's something just about, again, I think that's one of those films, the score, how it all melds together. It is, the problem is it's kind of weird though, because he's still doing that camera stuff from Collateral, but in a film that takes place in the 50s. So when you have this digital camera and you're zooming on, I don't know. Don't work. It's kind of a weird choice, but I'm I, fine with I, it. And I, I, I don't even remember that stuff, but that makes me terrified mm-hmm. to watch, watch that movie. Luckily... We're not watching it. We're, we're not watching, watching that fucking movie. We're watching movie. something way better, Collateral, yeah. next week. <laughs> the, the only other thing I wanted to talk about is, I guess, like, obviously this had a big impact on a lot of filmmakers. Every, like, you know, Nolan, this is one of his favorite films. Yeah, so you, you can see it all over the you dark can see it all night. Over, but also you can see it 
and I guess real crimes. After this point, people watch this movie on how to do things, and, and there was a lot of crimes that were oh, done. Shit. Similar stuff. I guess there was a huge one in 1997, one of the most famous uh, heists, and there was a big shootout in the middle of North Hollywood. That one seems more... Uh, coincidental, coincidental to me. Yeah, I guess like the guy the, had he. Yeah. But I thought there were some things. There, a French guy who actually yeah. built his heist around the knowledge that he learned from yeah. this and he was very successful and he yeah. told, uh, it might have been both this and Thief he had watched. Yeah. Huh. Uh, to learn how But it, to, apparently that was it. Like a lot of criminals use some of these movies as reference to like. <laughs> so criminals and Which uh, makes sense though because again, all yeah. these were based on real yeah. criminals. How would you do this or how did you do this? Criminals in the army? Who mm. knows? Yeah. Could be all the same. I mean, hey, I, baby. did we talk about it in this episode? I think we did, but like, I guess he had like, uh, Michael Mann had a restaurant he booked out and he had all the cops, a bunch of cops meet with the the, the cops in this for a night and they just had dinner and talked and then he had the next night he had a bunch of real criminals meeting up with the p- criminals playing in this and they had a dinner and could oh that's amazing kind of cool again i like that he does it like michael mann you hear yeah. he goes to like dangerous places i think in the, the miami vice i think he talks about it where he literally like goes undercover and he's going like talking to drug lords and shit and if they don't like it like they could kill him at any time and he does these to get like the real expertise and i guess they they respect him for it because they're like we we want to be represented correctly we don't want to look like idiot <laughs> like it, i don't know i just don't know you don't hear of any other filmmaker that's mm. going to to these to these lengths and i think like it shows like like i said you, it, it all does feel real but it's still fucking so entertaining um you're still getting lines that maybe people wouldn't say but they're so quotable and yeah. memorable but um Anyways, enough uh, blowing this movie. <laughs> I feel like I've done done enough. Um, uh, yeah, if you guys, hey, this is potentially your favorite film of all yeah. time. Yeah, you're allowed. But to I said I don't bit. like talking about my favorite films because you know it's hard to. But talk really, about like them on a, a part of this yeah. is, uh, and I think just wh- appreciate like oh, that, that's why a lot of great. people watch this yeah. is to what not to watch and what to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's like when we do the Hitchcock series, and there's usually. We'll do four movies, and two of them are mm. top hundred movies for me. And I want to talk about them because yeah. I want other people to see this and see this in the way I see this. Yeah, um, I think we're all the same here. Even though, like, two ten, I don't think I've had either of you guys ever give a ten on this show. I gave a few tens. I th- yeah, I don't on know this why on this one or the old one. one, never with me. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I think there's only a handful of films I would give a ten mm. to. So I, I like I think I've I I since Letterbox become a thing I I may have given a ten if I give a five it's a ten yeah. Yeah. so I almost give nothing a five yeah um so I think I've got Rear Window uh Umbrellas of Sherberg and Brief Encounter those are I think the only ones mm. I've given fives to hmm. since I, and, and this is only the past. I'm not giving a five to anything I haven't seen in real time. Well, yeah. one day we did for our 100th episode, our top 100 horror. I would like to one day do a big epic. I mean, it'd be tough. A lot of watching, but our top 100 movies, general picks. Because I think it'd be really interesting to see. I think that's um, our 500 I mean, I've episode. already spoiled it, yeah. but uh, anyways. But yeah, that, that would be like, if, if we keep going at this rate and the way we're watching movies now and the way you're thinking about them mm. and tracking them, if we, it doesn't have to be the five, but maybe it's the 250th or yeah. maybe it's the 300 or 400. But like at that point, you've got to, I have trouble going back and like, what do I think about, uh, a movie I watched last Jackie year. Brown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Jackie Brown in my head is a top 100 movie for me. 
I don't know if it yeah. is anymore. I haven't seen it. S- I think, see, it'd be fun to do it, though, because you're watching movies that you're pretty sure are great. Yeah. And yes, there's going to be the handful watching. that are not going to hold up for you. But it's not going to be like you're watching a bunch he'd, of shitty movies. He right? would have been a same example. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned Braveheart. I haven't seen Braveheart in a goddamn yeah. long time. So I'd want to watch that. I, yeah. I want to watch all of these movies that I grew up with that I thought was great. Mostly Men in Black and Men in Black 2. There were your jams. And Jumanji, uh, Back to the Board. Well, I already know Jumanji is in the top no, this, 10. No, the sequel, Back to the Board. Oh, Back to the Board. Yeah. Jumanji's great. <laughs> I watched anyways, it recently and had a lot of fun with it. This is uh, Jumanji. If you want to say yeah. how much you love Jumanji or Heat, you can email us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Movie City Maniacs. We have a like page, group page. And we're on uh, Instagram at Movie City Maniacs. We're getting some heat on that. There, right? Yeah, there you go. Uh, this has been part two of our Michael Mann series. We're going to be back with Collateral next and finish it off with Miami Vice, uh, which you've never seen? Never seen. You've seen, though, right? Uh, my advice, yes, yeah. I had. Yeah, seen and it. I had seen Collateral. Uh, mm, this yeah. is probably my third Collateral watch. Yeah, so it, it would be interesting. Um, anyways, we'll be back uh, soon. Stay scared. <laughs>